0: James Whale on Talk Radio. I love you both. We love you too, yeah. Lavinia. Thank, thank you very much. I Indeed. think she loves me the most, like like, but she didn't yeah. like you, James. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she does not. Yeah. Yeah. Is Michael Lavinia? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? The no, Rainbow George right? is your caller. No, no, no. Rainbow yeah. George no. is your caller. <laughs> no. Ken <laughs> no. is caller. Keep your hands off. I'm not fighting over callers. You can George and Nigel.
1: I love Lavinia. Nigel
0: doesn't call us anymore.
2: Nigel does. call called us today. No, not that Nigel. you other Nigel.
0: No, no. You can have that Nigel. No, 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 no. You can have Nigel. Which Nigel? I think you no, no, no no, no, no. You remember Nigel from Maidstone? Well, it, yeah, so no, you, you have Nigel from Maidstone, that's fine. I'll have
1: him if you have Nigel from Temple Fortune.
0: I don't mind Nigel from Temple right, Fortune. Right, I'll, I'll have him, man. but that's that's Nigel from uh, wherever lives a bit near me, so you have him. Oh, yeah, James wants him. You to come around. round for dinner. No, he's not coming round for dinner. Well, I'm I going. i a bit I'm hungry
3: at the moment. I'm going. I'll see you later. later. No, no, no. I don't want anybody else.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: We have Wayne of making you talk.
5: You f*** up my senses Like a night in a forest Like the mountains in springtime Like a in the rain In the desert, like a sleepy blue ocean, you f*** up my senses, come f*** me again, come let me f*** you, let me give my f*** to you. Let me drown in your laughter. Let me die in your arms. Let me lay down beside you. Let me always be with you. Come, let me... The mountains in springtime, like a in the rain, like a storm in the desert, like a sleepy blue ocean. You f up my senses.
1: I've done something really stupid, Catherine, and you should have you should have stopped me. By the way, first hour of the show, let's try it. New callers only. If you've never called the show before, ever, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Nice, friendly, peaceful, loving show. New callers only. This First your, hour.
4: This is your time to shine.
1: It's your time to shine. If you're nervous because you think normally you've got nothing to contribute, could I have those headies, please? You've got nothing to contribute, or you're worried because you, 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 I, I'm aware it can sometimes feel a little bit like. Oh, I should get the. Let me get the. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute.
5: Hang on a
1: minute. Got that. It, it, it can feel a little bit like a private club, and it can always be, it can be intimidating walking into a private club or a pub full of regulars. Mm-hmm. So for the first hour at least, we may get no calls, that's fine. We may get loads of calls, then we may carry it on. But let's see, for the first hour at least, you can only come on the air if you've never called us before. Let me just give the number out. Let me just give that number out. You see, you dive diving, ready to dive in. but that Point to pointer away, young lady. Oh, 03... I'm sorry, I didn't think you could see it. 444991000. Four, oh, 03444991000. Four, You'll speak to Amy. She takes your name and number. Give a fake name if you want, if you're a bit shy. She calls you straight back. You come on. We have a chat. It's that simple. Yes, you, Catherine.
4: I want you to think of me and Ian as your friendly neighbourhood publicans. And while we enjoy regulars, if you're in here every night, we're going to start to worry about you. So, and um, maybe restrict your serving just for your own good. So, oh three four. The noise. Four. It's me talking.
1: No, there's a the noise even more irritating. Oh. The pulsing. You hear the pulse? Mhm. Unplug your computer. Turn your just shut the lappy.
4: Is it not them? I um hoovering outside. No,
1: it's in
4: here. What's going mad? Sh- yeah, yeah. No, sh- Shush.
1: Can't hear it if you can't hear it if you're talking. Something in here is, is pulsing and it ain't the vibe of the show. Um, so first hour only, we may get no calls. Always prepare for this to be a complete and utter failure. Um, but it, the, the, the failure is we only learn by failure. So if you've never called the show before, 0344 499 we have a few things for you to talk about in a second, but I've, I bought something that I, I'm in, I'm in such a bad state of mind because I've made, one very rash purchase and i've made one i sent one really stupid message on facebook um so i bought i want I, I want to buy the nintendo switch Lite. it's like a tiny little handheld console that you carry around i really I want to buy it it's 200 pounds i can't really afford 200 pounds at the moment um i'm having bathroom issues as you know mm. and so i was looking online For you once can,
4: he's not talking about his guts
1: you can type into Google or something and then click on shopping and it will take you to the lowest priced things. And I found something on this website. Now, let me just see the name of this website eGlobal UK. eGlobal Central UK. Now, despite what you might think from the name eGlobal Central UK, apparently it's based in Hong Kong. And they're selling the Nintendo Switch lights for not £200, £156. Bought one. And then I'm thinking, that's the most, most stupid, stupid thing to do. So, th- the reason there was a slight hesitation after Sweary John Denver at the end there, the reason there was a slight hesitation is because I was sending an email um, trying to cancel that purchase. What is, so, that's the first thing, right?
4: Buying buy a hooky... Possibly hooky, maybe not.
1: Could be legit. They've got very mixed reviews. Hooky, legit stuff. I'm sure it's a fine company. I'm sure it's a wonderful company. I'm sure it's a great company. Um, so I I bought this thing and I don't know what's going to happen. But then I'm on Facebook and my local Facebook group, I'm, I'm a member of a few local Facebook groups. They're great because you get loads of gossip. You get quite a bit of racism. Um, uh, oh, and then, um, you get, people advertising stuff for sale or give away and a cat fosterer posted two little kittens on the page and went I've got these two little kittens they need to be rehomed together can anyone help now, I'm jealous of your cat. And yeah. we'll talk about jealousy in a bit. Because I'm... I, I, I'm genu. We've talked about this a little bit. I'm genuinely jealous of your cat. And it's a weird thing.
4: Well, she's got a great life. Well, know. it's a weird thing. Well, you want to th- be her? <laughs> or? I'm
1: jealous of you getting the cat, uh-huh. right. I've got three cats and I love them. And you're my best friend. And I'm jealous of you. And it's good that we can say this. Because yeah. because it's not... It's not built on logic. It's not built on, on thinking. It's, it's a completely irrational... It's an irrational feeling because mm-hmm. I'm really happy with the, the three girls I've got, really happy, and I'm really happy that finally you've got a cat because you've wanted one for years and you didn't think you'd be able to because you, your husband wasn't that keen and the girls, your kids are over the moon, and I'm still jealous. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I, I was thinking I was thinking about this day, why am I, why am I jealous? And it's just completely irrational. It's completely irrational. Logically, I'm not jealous. I'm happy for you, but there is a part of me that's going. Oh, it's not fair. Of course it's fair. It's completely fair. We're happy. I can talk about jealousy if you want. And if anyone's got any experience of it, and thank God that we can talk about it so that it doesn't become a resentment. Um, but if if anyone. Wow, is it that strong? No, it's not that strong. But you know, these things can bubble away. Yeah. They can bubble away. Silly little things bubble away and, and, and can become big things. Uh huh. So I'm, I'm not at home, you know, with pictures of your cat and stabbing. <laughs> no, not, I'm the cat to You're
4: crossing my face out and sticking your own <laughs> no, face I'm very, it. very excited.
1: <laughs> but um, we can talk about jealousy. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, but um, what was I talking about? The cat. Oh, yeah. so, I've, so I've, I've just messaged this woman and said, someone had got there first and said, um, D- I'll, I can take those two cats. And I've gone, well, if this person can't take those two cats, I'm in. I am in... Oh, that would make it...
4: Five. Five cats in my house. Well, six when you're babysitting mine.
1: Oh, God, I am babysitting yours. Uh, Anyway, this woman has sent back a message. That's great to know. Someone else is interested, but with rescue cats, the RSPCA is quite strict and want to make sure they go to a good home with a garden, so it may be the other interested party doesn't fit the bill. Um, Thank you very much at work right now, but please do keep me in formed they are stunning there we go that's that done so so i'm in a weird kind of headspace where i'm just i'm I'm looking for something that's the quote you two i still haven't found what i'm looking for because i don't think there is anything that i'm looking for um what we gonna do with the show tonight oh yeah so new callers only please no call so far and that's absolutely fine it's it's always a punt. the last time we did this was about a year ago, mm. and I think we had two calls in, in the entire three hours, but what calls they were, what calls they were. So I put this out there, let's give you some bits and pieces to talk about, because that might, might make it a little bit easy. Happy to talk about jealousy... Envy, where it's got you, where it's taken you. Maybe you've bought something ridiculous because you're envious of your best mate or your sister or your mum. Something has, has prompted you to, to, to be envious and go and do something ridiculous.
4: Maybe you turn that into something positive. You realise that that thing that they had, maybe you could get something like that if you did what they'd done. Yeah. Oh,
1: 0344... Four, 4991000 is the telephone number. We can carry on yesterday's talk about star signs and astrology. I'm really starting to think there is something in it. I'm really I've been reading a lot of literature today, um well, a, a column in 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 one of the newspapers, the horoscope column, and I'm starting to think that there is something in it. If you have an argument for or again, astrology 0344 Again, just for the first hour, new callers only. You can't have called before. You will get this. A bell, which is always good. Catherine, have you got anything that we can throw out there for... Oh, we talked about this yesterday, the funeral. Did we mention this on air? I think we did. The funeral, um, where the Irish funeral where the guy, as the coffin was lowered in, there was a speaker in the grave saying, help me! I'm not dead! Get the effort out of here! Yes, and it was it was hilarious. There's a video of it, and the, and the the audience, Do you call them an au- the, the crowd, family, the family, family friends, being behind, very sombre, the mourners, the mourners. That's it. Went from being very sombre to um, laughing hysterically, laughing <laughs> hysterically. Now here's the thing about funerals, right? There's surprisingly a, a very good one. There is surprisingly a lot of laughter. I did, uh, I gave a talk at a, a, a gentleman's funeral recently and I was called out for not being that funny by a grumpy old git. Or we'll stuff him. Do you remember that?
4: Yeah, that was Re- weird, well, wasn't it?
1: Well, get, imagine getting called out at a funeral because you've not been funny enough. Jesus. But there is a lot of laughter, a lot of tears. I've never been to a, a hole-in-the-ground funeral. I've been to cremations. A lot of laughter, um, a lot of tears, that whole ser- from the service to, the, to, to to when you walk into the wake... And that's tough. You can get a few good laughs in there, though. But once you get into the wake, that's just laughter and and joy and fun. Yeah. That's great.
4: Sometimes, like you said, you know, and you did a good eulogy at that particular funeral. I was lucky enough to be there. <laughs>
1: I got called out for not being yeah. funny enough. I
4: think that he was always going to do that, quote-unquote, joke. Um, But my dad is brilliant at eulogies. And right. um, when he gets up, it's like a relief. Yeah. Because... I think a lot of funerals are kind of one-size-fits-all, you know, service-wise, order of service-wise, and you get the kind of usual comforting words from the celebrant or whoever's doing it. Yeah. But it's when the family members get up, and if they can do a good speech and kind of bring the the highlights of someone's life and or the funny way they used to talk, all that sort of stuff. When my da- dad does it, people are laughing yeah. because it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. We get a moment of just... A piece of them back yeah. almost.
1: Talk funerals, 344 499 I've also got a story about um, uh, babysitting, uh, what some babysitters discovered when they were um, in someone's house. Uh, and there is also uh, a story about, uh, this is going to be dark... <laughs> But um, some people we were talking the other day about the best mo- the best movies and TV series are where people have been locked underground for several years because they think there's been an apocalypse. It's happened again for real. A whole group of men locked in a basement for nine years. O oh, three Adams up. Uh, we'll speak to you next, Adam. O oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If any of those wet your appetite, that's great. Or if anything else you want to talk about, maybe you want to talk about Brexit. We'll kind of do it. It's kind of a big thing tonight. Talk Talk about the Sky channel, the Sky news that's going to be Brexit free because a third of the audience are bored of Brexit. I get that. Maybe you just want to phone in and say hello. Oh, 03444991000. Four, Brand new callers for the first hour of the show tonight. This is The Late Night Alternative. That's Catherine Boyle. I'm Ian Lee, and this is Talk Radio.
4: Across the UK,
0: online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. First hour at least. We might go on longer. Let's see how it goes. I want brand new callers that have never called us before. I've just had an email from Sean in America saying, how do I call you? Sean? send email me back your number and i will call you up we've got three calls lined up ready to go let's go to oh could i get some headphones can i get another pair of headphones that i don't know work is that i have some headphones here some headies here there's some headies here hang on guys sorry should have done this at the start of the show no not those ones can i have those ones please thank you Third time lucky third time Lucky. Hello, hello. There we go. We got a show. Let's go to, um, take them in the order that they came. Uh, we got Susan, we got Martin, but first of all, um, we, uh, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Amy, could you put Adam through on line one, please, and Martin on line two? I can't seem to do it from my side. That's not a major problem. Good evening, Adam. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Are you a first-time caller, sir? I most certainly am. You get the first bell of the evening, Adam.
6: Oh, thank you, thank you. How you
1: doing, man? How long you been listening for?
6: Oh, maybe about two years.
1: Wow, flipping it. You've been listening for a long, old time, my friend. You stuck through the highs and the, the many, many lows.
6: I know. I, I have loads of arguments with my missus Because he goes to bed, and i still sit up listening to you. <laughs> and
1: I'm guessing you're not allowed... To listen in bed, that'll be a step too far.
6: I don't. I just leave it upstairs. I stay downstairs.
1: Go and make love to your wife. Go and make love to your beautiful wife. He's <laughs> <Lovely>, laughing. He's laughing. She's, <lovely>. she's <laughs> not talking to him anymore
6: because of uh, you. You uh, you haven't seen her.
1: <laughs> oh, Adam, Adam, come oh. on, ads, come on, big man. Adam, you <laughs> no, called in I, tonight, and we appreciate it. I, what have you called in for, sir?
6: I phoned you to say, you know, about um, being jealous or something like that. Right? Yeah. Well, I was in um, um, a place, right, in um, South Thailand one day, and I weren't jealous, right? I was a big, plumpy guy, shall we say? Yes. And I was, I met this bloke on the beach, and he was walking up the beach, and he had a beautiful body. And I said to him, how would you get a body like that? Oh, God, let me just stop me think. for a second,
1: Adam. Let me stop for a second. Yeah, yeah. Are we building up to a punchline of a gag? No, 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 this
6: is a good one. No, no, no. This right. is a good one. All right,
1: all right guys, yeah. Adam uh, is his first uh, call. He's very nervous. He's never done this before. Would you please welcome to the stage, it's <laughs> Adam. Here we <laughs> go, Adam. Uh, let's right. have it.
6: So, he said to me, I don't drink alcohol. He said, and I don't smoke. I do nothing. I, all I do is drink Here alcohol and smoke, right? Here we go. I gave up for seven months. Yes, sir. I lost six stone. I what? saved 7,000 pounds. Yep. I went to the Philippines. Yeah. And it changed my life. Wow. Forever. Now I have two children. And my life is totally different from that man I met. Wow. And it was nothing in it, you know. Yes. Just somebody i seen and thought, wow, I want to copy that person. And my life has totally changed. I got a beautiful wife. Two beautiful children, a lovely house, all because of that guy walking up the beach, and I thought, I want to look like that.
4: And how's your bod these days? Still beautiful?
6: Oh, well, yes, probably better than the guy now I've seen on the beach. Wait, hang on a minute. So this actually happened? Yes, yes. I, I was waiting for the punchline. No, line. no, no I've seen this guy, and he was... You uh, went up to a beautiful man and said, oh, you're fit. Yeah, and I just, you know, you know, I know, you know. I like. He
4: said, I want your baby. body.
1: I want your wife and children. I want <laughs> your
6: body, yeah. I just looked and he said, this is how you do it. He said, just give up your drinking, give up your smoking, and i done it. I saved loads of money, went to the Philippines, spent a couple of months there. Ten years later, I got a beautiful house, everything. Just on that. Um, Wowzers. Well, good for you, man. But yeah. now you don't,
1: but now you don't. Talk to your missus, and you won't go upstairs and make love to her. Instead, you listen to a junkie and um, a weirdo. Yeah,
6: yeah. And yeah, me. Well, she's, she's in the room watching um, some Thai movies, and um, I'm out here in my beautiful garden watching uh, everything. Beautiful, absolutely uh, beautiful. So we're nice. all happy.
1: Nice one, man. Well, thank you for that, Adam. I appreciate you sharing that.
6: Lovely, and thank you very much for a wicked show.
1: Thank you, mate. I appreciate that, and I'm sorry I was on I was on red alert there, no. waiting.
4: He just wanted to tell us about his buns of steel. Um, yeah, a well, nice guy. Someone's um,
1: uh, someone's made a film about Jet Set Willy, the video game, and they're trying to email me. Anyone can email me and Kath. We both get these emails. So you're not emailing me privately. You're not emailing Kath privately. Both of us see these emails. Ian at ianlee.com. dot com. And while we're doing plugs, very quickly, uh, Brighton in November has sold out. No, uh, December the 14th, Sunday, December the 14th, it's an afternoon show in London. Catherine and I are doing a big rabbit hole Christmas special. Um, uh, we've got just under 40% of the tickets are left. That's two months away, and we've sold well over half the tickets. Ian Lee dot com slash event. Ian Lee dot com slash event. Uh, this is the late night alternative, Catherine Boyle, Ian Lee. We're taking for the first hour. People that have never phoned the show before. Let's go to Martin. Good evening, Martin.
7: Hiya. How are you?
1: Excited to hear your voice, Martin. Whereabouts Thank in the world are nice. you, please? I'm from
7: East Grinstead. I
1: like East Grinstead. I went out with a girl in who was near East Grinstead years ago. Twenty-odd years ago. It's nice there. Yeah, it's,
7: yeah, it's very nice. I moved from Coydon
1: Street. Oh. So it's, it's a, a bit... Better. It's a bit kind of full of old people. So when uh, I went there in my twenties... Uh,
7: well, no, oh, It's um, full of... Um, Religious people. Scientology so big,
4: has got a big base
7: there. You've got there. ley lines here. So you've got like... Um, Wowzers. You've got like the um, Scientologists. You've got everything here.
1: But so you know ley lines. I was talking to Kath about ley lines the other day. Yeah. Do you know what ley lines are?
7: I'm not exactly sure. Right. I went to the library to try and find out.
1: I'll tell you what they are. Right. It's supposed to be where energy, supposed to be points yeah, of energy right, from yeah. one point to another. And the, apparently the whole country, the whole world is covered where these ley lines. And if you get to a bit where the ley lines intersect, it's supposed to possess magical properties. Right. That's yeah, what that's, that's right, the thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. Right. They were invented, I think, in about the 1920s. Correct. By, yeah. by a vicar who just wanted, like, direct points between churches. I
7: think I've got that no, right. No, I think you're wrong there.
1: Go on. There's nothing magical or mystical in them. They're just direct points between some things.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree that, but I don't think they were, like, made up.
4: Well, it says here, Alfred Watkins, early 1920s, was out wandering round one day in Herefordshire and noticed that many of the local footpaths connected the surrounding hilltops in a straight line. That's After exactly lo- what I After yeah. looking at a map, he saw a pattern of alignment, and he posited, which means... Made up. (laughs) That in ancient times, Britain had been crossed by a network of straight travel routes using various hilltops and other physical features as landmarks.
7: Well, fine, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What can I say? What, exactly, what can you say? Again, if you're a ley lines expert, very mystical shows. No, I'm not a ley lines <laughs>
7: expert. No, not you, no, I'm I I talking... These I'm talking... There's ley lines, yeah. I'm
1: talking to the puddings listening. If you're a, mi- a ley line expert and you've never called in, tonight is the night. Imagine... I've never called in. No, I'm
7: not talking... I wanted to say something to Yes, you.
1: go on, Martin, please do. Because
7: I listen to um, Talk Sport all the time. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Obviously, and yeah. I flick between you and Kath, and I just... Dirty mean, bugger. <laughs> what? Stop flicking between me and Kath. Make a choice and flick to I'm that. Flicking between you and Kath, but I do think you speak a lot of sense. But I do also think that you, um, have, like... Racist like, tendencies. Like, you say, like, you're, um, bisexual and all this. And yeah. I think there's, al- there's always, uh, like, a massive thing with you.
1: Yeah. You, you, are you have you... What, what are you talking about? I'm a penis. What? What?
7: I no, I never think you that.
1: Okay, sorry, I thought you were talking about my penis. Why
4: are you talking about your penis?
1: Why is he talking about my penis? Why did he raise your penis? He wants to play with my ley line. No. Go on, carry on, Martin.
7: No, I'm I'm just saying that I suffer from depression and everything else, like what you have suffered from. Yeah. And uh, I really find you interesting, you know, like, I like the way that you, like, are considerate to other people.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Not everyone thinks that I am. But are you no, saying no, there is... No, but you are, because you speak a lot of things. Well, I don't live, know about that. I can
7: relate to that, you know?
1: But are you saying that there's always something big as... Is, are you yeah, saying yeah, that's you a always bad thing?
7: Something or? like with you, like, it, it, I don't know, I always... i followed your career, and oh. it's like, there's, something, there's always something that pops yeah, up that yeah. makes me feel like, oh, I don't know why you said that, you know? Ah, uh, uh, now isn't
1: that interesting? Okay, you mentioned the bisexuality thing, so let's 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 focus on that for a second, if you don't mind. Why? And you're right. Recently, the last three or four years, there have been a lot of stuff, but I think it's because I'm working through a lot of issues that I've had, and there's been a divorce, and I feel like I'm coming up, I'm shooting up through the surface of the the earth like a plant, and I'm nearly, I'm nearly out, I'm nearly out. Most of the big stuff is out there, all of the big stuff is out there.
7: Yeah. But why? When I said, Are you sure that that's right? Am I sure what? Are you sure that's right, what you're putting out there?
1: You, are you suggesting that I should keep that stuff private?
7: No, never. Ne- no, 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 no. Well, go I on, explain, because I'm, 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 I'm no, trying to no. work out. But I think with you, that maybe, is it real? Oh, do
1: you think it's, are you suggesting it might be a little bit of theatre?
7: No, well, a go little bit of, like, um... To the get theater, listeners. So, no, no, a little bit, because it, you are, like, probably like I am, a little, like you suffer from depression yeah, yeah. and like like um things that I I can't explain it but I really don't believe that you are. That
1: I'm what, bisexual?
7: No, 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 not like that, that. But the sort with of things you say like to people on the radio like, that you are like um. you suffer from a bit of depression, you know.
1: I'm 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 enjoying this and I'm loving the fact that you're raising this, but I'm I'm struggling ever so slightly, Martin, just to grasp your point, and that may be my fault. So, which bit you say? Which bit don't you believe? I uh,
7: well, I believe you're a very funny comedian, right. you know, like, and you've done like TV and everything like that. Correct. Yeah. And then because maybe the career didn't go like you wanted to. Yeah. That you might. Possibly go on. Be feeling like you're looking for excuses. Gosh. So I think that I think that you're a really decent person yeah. and everything else. Because I've been through that. I've. Uh, I'm really
1: just. But company. Martin, by the way, I'm so not. I, I'm so enjoying this call. Right. And so yeah. please, 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 don't think you can offend me no, or I'm get not me offended. angry. I think no, i You're a right top person. No, 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 exactly. But I'm just. But I'm just anybody if, else. That I've listened it, it, to, like you. It feels like you're holding back from saying something, so I want you to say it. Do... Let me... Okay, let me try. Yeah. Do you think I have made up something I have revealed on the show to try and get listeners or to get my career back on track or to get some attention? Is that what no, you're saying? No, no.
7: What I think is that maybe mm. in your mind... Watch your language. That's so a yellow I card.
1: Yellow card. Sorry. Yellow card. No F-bombs, please. You don't
7: give a damn about your relationship um, with your work but what i'm trying to say Mm. you speak so much positivity that you should almost be like a a counselor do you know what i mean because you've been through so much but i can't believe that you've been through so much so i think when you are not like when um your that lady that you work with went on holiday you sort of had a breakdown after that yeah mister missed her <laughs> yeah no 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 it wasn't it's because like it, she was like doing quite well and everything and i think oh. that you couldn't handle that And i'm being nasty by saying that
1: no you're not being nasty you're not being nasty at all i i appreciate your honesty and the fact that we can have an honest conversation mm. i did have a breakdown yeah i don't think that was i thought that was before she went no, 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 it's when, you, when you were in Italy. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Well, that wasn't because Catherine was, who's the, 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 the my you female... Were, I-
7: got to think about it haven't you maybe it was because no i'm trying no 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 no. no,
1: hang on hang on hang on martin i'm thinking about it because i'm a big fan of accuracy and i I, and that's what i'm thinking about you don't have to because you're thinking about something doesn't mean you're making something up it means that you are considering your response what i am considering my response and trying to be accurate that's all i certainly have never been upset or had a breakdown because Catherine has been doing well that's that I can categorically say has never happened. I
4: think I remember you saying, though... Yeah, well, I think it is. Martin, is
1: Martin. baby, isn't it? Martin, let Catherine speak it's on. It's not his baby, oh, yeah. it's
4: our baby. Um, it was... It, it, I remember you saying that it unsettled you, that you had a feeling...
1: Of oh well, it's back to what we're talking about with the cat. Yeah. It's a little bit of
4: of envy. Yeah, that you're glad that I was doing well, but yeah. part of you was thinking she's better than me, and I don't like well, it. That's no, no, that's no, no, no that's not at all. Okay. No, that's n- Martin. You could do Martin,
1: Martin, Martin, hang on. Th- yep.
4: That's what he actually said to me.
1: Who did? Hello, me. Go on, Hello. Martin. You make your point because I think we're all at cross purposes here. I don't think anybody's having the same conversation here. Yeah, but I what know. Fun.
4: I'm here.
7: But what I think is that Catherine can do her job. Very, and it's like a different show to your show, yes, correct. And she says, like, you know, she's quite um, mm. well, I can't explain it, but she's quite like yeah. um, when she said about her ghost stories and all that, yes, it's <laughs> like a different sort of it's show, a different to your show. show,
1: yeah. And then when I do it on my own, it's a different show to the show that exactly, we do together, yeah. yes,
7: yes. Well, I prefer your show from Catherine's show, I'm saying that Catherine's lesser than you, okay. but I just think that maybe. Because you two are together, that you sort of, like, maybe... Should I kill her? Are not being are, you te-
1: are you telling me I should kill her? Yes. Okay, yes. I will do, Martin. Thank you very much. We got well, there in the end. Why didn't you start escalated, with
4: that? That escalated slowly. You should have started
1: with that, Martin. We've got to murder you at some point, Catherine.
4: Okay. Well, okay.
1: Is it you all right with that? I only want to do it with your consent. I mean... Mm.
4: It could be a mercy, to be honest.
1: I really, um, i was getting very confused. I'm not, still not quite sure what Martin's point was, but it was his first time call. Yeah. So maybe there were nerves in place there. I
4: think he just wants you to think about what you've done.
1: <laughs> I think about it all the time. <laughs> but also, but I appreciate, if you want to phone up and criticise, I'm up for that. Mm-hmm. I'm up for that. If... You can give a reason, if you can give reasons why I've done something that perhaps you don't like. And, and also, if you can suggest a way I can avoid that. But but yeah. then exp- I will, if I disagree, I'll, you know, I enjoyed that. Thank you. Uh, new callers only for the first hour of the show tonight. I'm taking them in the order that they came. So we're going to go to Susan. Good evening, Susan.
8: Oh, hello. Um, I didn't realise I'm um, not a 1st time.
1: Oh, did Susan. Did I call you later? Give us a call later on, Susan. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, what honesty. honesty. What? What honesty! Mm-hmm. She could have done a funny voice. Hello, never called you before. We might not have noticed. I didn't. I did recognise that voice straight I did away. A bit, yeah, yeah, I did totally. And I think, and where's uh, well done, thank you. All right, that means uh, we can go to Paul. Good evening, Paul.
9: Hello, how are you,
1: Paul? Are you a brand new caller? I
9: am, yes. Well, then you get the caller bell.
1: Well done, sir. What can we do Thanks for you Bella. this evening?
9: I've always wanted to say this actually. Um, I'm a uh, Long time listener, first time caller. It's the it's best
1: it. phrase on radio. The, the, it is, the, isn't it? It's the best phrase. The only thing that comes close to that is if, imagine it's Paul's show, mm-hmm. right? So Paul, you're going to me, mi- I'm the caller, I'm Ian, Paul. I want you yeah. to say, hey, you're listening to Paul's show, let's go to our first caller, Ian. Go on.
9: Hey, you listen to Paul's show, let's go to the first caller, Ian.
1: Hello, Paul. Oh, no, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. (laughs) I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I did it wrong. Because I I can't do it. It goes so against my natural thing. Do it again, Paul. Sorry.
9: That's how I feel being on the radio. I'm (laughs) going to do it wrong.
1: Do it again. Do what you did again.
9: You were great. Okay, okay. Um... Welcome to Paul's
1: show. Um, here's our first caller. It's Ian. Hello, Ian. Uh, no, you're, uh, Ian, you're Paul. That. Yeah, I'm when they get their own name. caller says uh, their own name, it's, it makes me and so that, happy. That's exactly how I feel right now. <laughs> 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 so this is... How long have you been listening for, Paul?
9: I've been listening to you um, since your absolute days. Wow. Uh, okay. So, so my, when my wife was pregnant, yep. and she spent a lot of time in hospital, I used to be at the hospital quite late. And I would get home quite late. I would go to bed and I would put you on. So wow. my kids are going to be 10 in December. So,
10: man!
9: So it's kind of about... And then I I listen to you more with, with, with the late night with the kids yeah. than, you know, going forward. 10 so years. So I, listen to, you, I listen to you all the time. You and Eloise on Absolute... Uh, yeah. used to, and, and and it's one of the reasons why I thought I could... Because I, I, I've, I've been... Thinking to myself for ten
1: years. Oh, one day I'll call. Ten in. years, man. How you
9: is know, so, uh,
1: how is the, the baby? How's the baby doing, Paul? It was twins. Oh! <laughs> so that's and, twenty and years, fine. really. They're, uh, yeah. they're good. They're healthy. They're well. Yeah,
9: yeah. They're fine. They're doing really well. Everybody's doing really well.
1: It's, it's, um, I, I bet those ten years have flown by, haven't they?
9: Yeah, yeah. Well, of course they were. I mean. Uh, you know as well because I think you I think my children are just a little bit older than your Because yeah, yeah. I remember I remember you doing a show on Absolute where you brought the baby in oh, and I you, love you that. sort of cracked on that,
1: that Eloise was doing a bit of babysitting one on the of side. My, I remember one of my favourite yeah. sh- one of my favourite shows. I just had the babies about three months old, my eldest. And um we started doing the show and then I said to, to Eloise who's my producer at the time, I said, Eloise, why is there a baby here? Oh, sorry, right, don't worry, I'm I'm looking after it. So what do you mean looking after it? it? Hilarious. Oh I'm I'm just babysitting because I'm not making enough money here. And this is my my boy, I'm so proud of him, right? We, we kind of and he was asleep, he was silent, and we're sort of arguing at the, the first ten minutes. So she, you can't look you can't bring a baby to work and she went, Don't worry, he'll be dead quiet. Beat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he did it just, oh, my, my baby, my baby. Yeah, was, he's going to yeah, be ten his, in January. Yeah, in, in j- the on, you know, on the radio was was hilarious. It's, he's going to be was, ten in, um, he's going to be t- yeah, ten in January, imagine. Yeah. So like, my, yeah. my
9: kids are ten in December. so oh, that's you So, and I, and I didn't know that you, you, you had a kid, and then, of course, I did the thing with the baby on the show. Yeah. And then later on, I think I read somewhere that it was your baby. Yeah. And I, and I thought, oh, okay. How oh, funny. It was
1: one of my yeah, favourite, favourite really things. Did, did, yeah, it was
9: but you did some great shows back in those days, and I just got just got I just in. wondered if you could do some great ones
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't know, mind.
9: Know, but, they are, but, but, but that's one of the reasons why I thought I'd call you, because um, I was listening to someone on, uh, I think it was last night, um, you were talking about what the point of your show is. Yes. There's absolutely no point to your show whatsoever, and that's the beauty of it. That's why I love it so much because cause I never want to switch on I never know what I'm going to get I could get happy Ian I could get happy cat, I get you get grumpy Ian I get you know uh, doing a special on on mental health or just just you know being idiots and just having a laugh and, and that's the point of the show and that's why you have got so many people I mean I'm I'm sure I'm not alone but that, that just love listening to YouTube. Thank you too and yeah. I, and I, it, it I mean I've been I I even when you when you when you finally got so I say let go from Absolute. Yeah. Um, and, and I, of course, I didn't get my sort of Ian Lee fix for a little bit, and no. then I found you when you were doing the breakfast show with Kath. Wow. Oh, God.
10: Yeah.
9: And you weren't, you weren't even in my area, and so I, but I had to go find it on internet oh, radio so I could right. listen to you. Well, listen, that I've, was... I've been stalking you a bit on the radio. Well, bless
1: Australia. you. I, I, I appreciate people following me around, particularly to some of the, the you know, more fringe stations, and getting let, let go from Absolute, and I was let go, and I wasn't allowed to go back on air. Um, it was... I was devastated... But, 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 yeah. but, 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 the best thing of that is I've now got my best mate. I've met, I'm, I wouldn't have met yeah. Catherine if that That comes across happened. because you are
9: such big mates. Yeah. It comes across on the radio, it really does. And, you know, and, and I, the, 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 I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit of a radio head, but the two people i consistently always listened to was you and Danny Baker. Yeah. I just dig you two out, you know, to whatever you, if I couldn't listen to you, I'd get the podcast. Because Danny's just probably one of the best broadcasters in the country. And he was on like two hours a week, but then he, he mussed it up, didn't he? With, uh, with some t- with silly tweet, you know. And I'm, I'm often I'm paranoid that one day you're going to muff it up <laughs> it and, and, you're, and you'll disappear, and, and and I'll be I'll be I'll be you'll be in some sort of like local breakfast show now at Hebrides or something.
1: Oh, I. Oh, I... I've got in trouble a few times with tweets. I remember I know, when I tweeted I mean. that I was on a I was on a hunting holiday and that I'd shot a zebra and was going and cut its foot off to make a, a fascinator for my mum. <laughs> oh um, my agent phoned me up and said, "Ian, you've got you've got to stop this now." And I was like, "I'm not yeah, stopping don't it."
9: Mess it up, no,
1: I'm, I'm 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 a good boy now, Paul. I'm 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 pretty good on Twitter, and I'm I'm uh, yeah. I, I know also, exactly what you mean.
4: I also have access to his account, so anything like that, I'll take it down. Yeah,
1: exactly. But he, but he, 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 he definitely <laughs> needs some. Sisterly
9: love, <laughs> I mean, want to want to take care of him <laughs> in that in that regard. Because because if I got to go looking, because I have to go looking for that breakfast shuttle, seeing yeah. up to you? And I'm uh, googling around trying to find
1: you. because I it wasn't in my, my area. Kids.
9: Yeah, I oh know. But and, and then you know, if I have to go doing
1: that again, I'm just okay. Um, Paul, I think I might have to check out. Uh, <laughs> Paul, you're on your last
4: warning with Paul.
1: Paul, yeah. really nice to talk to you at last, mate. And um, let's let's speak before <laughs> those kids <laughs> go to university, shall we? <laughs>
9: Yeah, well, you know, well, I mean, I, I, I normally, I've been mean to you me for all these years, and I, I never can, and at home I've got no de- decent um, signal, so you can't ring the health phone, because you wake everybody up. Okay. I just happened to find myself in the in the car, I'm in the car park now, because I've pulled over to speak to you. Beautiful. And, and this is your first opportunity I think I've had in ten years. Nice to on. actually speak to you, so it Paul. was lovely to talk to you.
1: You're a good man, Paul, thank you, and, and lots of love to those kids, ten years, well done, thank you, mate. This is turning into a very nice, successful little thing. We're doing new callers only. If you've never called before, let's take it on to half eleven, because we've got, in, in, in order, it's going to be Lee, then it's going to be Annie, then it's going to be Yasmin. I've got Sean in America's number, so I'm going to give him a little call as well. That's going to take us to, to, to about quarter past eleven, I would have thought. So we'll, we'll go on to half eleven. That's half the show. Never called the show before. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. There's nothing to it. You haven't got to have anything enlightening. To, you don't have to blow smoke up our ass. You know, we've had two quite different calls in a row there. One, I think, was critical of something. I'm not quite sure what. Mm. And one was, was you know, very But you don't have to just phone up and say hello. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative. It's uh, Catherine Boyle, Ian Lee, every weeknight from 10 on Talk Radio.
4: The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The
0: Late
1: Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio i'm enjoying this it was always a pun. last time we did this it was about a year ago new yeah. callers new and newish we did um we, we i think we had three calls in the whole three hours yeah,
4: and that was with giving the caveat of if you've not phoned a lot tonight up until half eleven
1: we may go on a bit longer let's see new callers if you've never called before I'd love to hear, we'd love to hear from you tonight. And we know it's, it can be a bit intimidating. Thank you to all of our regular callers, the CADICs, the, uh, not all of the regular callers. But you know who I mean. Thank you. Great. You're our bread and butter. We love it. That's great. Um, but I understand how it can be a little bit intimidating for people thinking, well, I, 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 I don't know all the Grand National winners, or I don't want to talk about my sex life, or I, it can be a bit intimidating. By the way, you man.
4: can talk about both you of those talk things. talk about
1: anything you want but to, to kind of elbow your way to the bar with those regulars, um, going on. So, um, thank you for your calls, regulars. L- leave it out until at least half eleven. Just leave it out. Leave it out. Leave it out. Leave it out. If you've never called before, 0344 Again, let me explain. You phone up, cost you pennies, probably free with your package, pennies at most. You'll speak to Amy, who is delightful. She'll take your name and number, call you straight back, and you'll come back up on the switchboard. And then I go, Lee, welcome to Talk Radio. Uh, How do you do, Ian? I I do very well, sir. Hello. Hello, Lee. (laughs) Hashtag TLNA to you, sir.
11: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a new caller. I, um... I mean, it was you mentioning new callers that made me call up, actually. Oh, there you go. You, I, I was, I, I you was fell was for
8: our
5: ploy.
11: <laughs> I did indeed, yeah. <laughs> I was often just about to call, but sometimes the subjects change so quickly that, yeah. you've, you
1: know, yeah. But you can anyway, call in, here's the you. thing, I you know that a... you can call in any, you can call in about a subject we did eight months ago if you want. Oh, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's that, yeah. you know, fluid.
11: Yeah. What have you called I've in been- for tonight, Lee? Uh, I haven't got a subject, to be fair, Ian. Oh, but, good. Uh, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to second that, uh, Paul, who was just on. Yeah. Uh, th- his sentiments are exactly like mine. Um, that's why I listen to your show. It's different. How long have you been listening <laughs>
1: for, Lee? Do you know what? About a year. Okay. Yeah. And can I ask, do you listen... I'm going to do a little survey now. I'm going to do a little oh. little questionnaire. Do you listen to the rest of talk radio, or do you no. listen... You, okay, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs>
11: No, there's a couple of people on it I certainly uh, dislike immensely. Right. (laughs)
1: And do you listen to radio normally? Are you a radio fan? Are you more of a telly fan?
11: Yeah, I listen to, you know, sometimes in the evening. I mean, not usually during the day, I don't get a chance, but... I do like to listen in the evening, you know, so, and, um, yeah, I discovered you about a year ago, and, uh, no, yeah, it's been all I've listened to, to be fair.
5: And what do you
1: normally I listen to? Are if you I kind
11: think of... I think, I, think, I think you're both
1: great, you know. Ah. Oh. Uh, well, okay, well, we're there, we have to ask the question. Who's the best out of me and Catherine?
11: Um, I think you you work best as a double act. Oh, what a bum (laughs) leg! What a
5: bum leg, Lee! I like it.
1: So what...
11: You can tell your best mates as well, like, it comes across really clearly. That's the thing, so
1: many... Both Catherine and I have worked with people that we've been... Right, you two are going to be a double act. (laughs) And and you've heard that on on other radio shows where it's a man and a woman got together to be... And you But there's no chemistry.
4: Just because he's yeah. got a Ding Dong and she's got a noodle <laughs> doesn't mean they're going to be mates. Wow. No, it doesn't, doesn't. No, it it's doesn't. It's like when your mum says, and when I'll you're on holiday, she's about your age, go and be friends.
1: Well, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> Lee, I want to play a game with you. Do you want to play a game with us? Yes, mate, I'd love Do to. Do you know the rules to Adamant? No. I am going to start. I will say Adamant. Catherine then has to name a pop Or rock artist or group that begins with the last letter of Adam Ant, that is T. Mm -hmm, You then have to name a group or an artist that begins with the last letter of hers. If your if your group begins and ends with the same letter, for example, the Spice Girls, it goes back (laughs) the other (laughs) way. It's nice and relaxed to start with, and then we start introducing time limits. Right, sure. Uh, I'm going first. Adam Ant. Catherine. Take that. Take that, it goes back to yes. me. Um, Tanita Tikaram. It's an M for Mother m- Earthly. Uh, Motorhead. Motorheads. Ooh, yeah, we go. we D-
4: Duran Duran.
1: Um, Nana Muscuri. It's an I. <laughs> um... Infected Mushroom.
11: Oh. Well,
1: now, hang on a minute. You, you want to go to sex clinic for that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that <this> a <our> group? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's heavy metal, Yeah. No, 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 it's sort
11: of taunty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Infected <Retros>. mushroom! <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah!
1: <laughs> ah, that's the most ridiculous <laughs> name ever! The way
4: they named <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> okay, go on then, Catherine, uh, you've uh, got uh, an uh, M. I'm gonna call it the first thing you see. <laughs> and by the way,
1: the does not count as T, so you could say, for example, the monkeys, that would count as an M.
4: Marillion. Okay.
1: Marillion. Um, uh Naina. N- Nina.
4: Nina or Naina?
1: N- Nina, that's an A.
11: Um, Oedema.
4: What is that?
1: That's a group. You just let the kids you went to school with? That's you, then. So, is that that an A? A? Yeah. It's an A. Okay. A, A, A. Alice Cooper. Okay. Catherine.
4: Robert Plant.
1: Terravision. The Nolans.
4: (laughs) Swing out, sister.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh. That's an R. Rolling Stones.
11: Oh, that's the... Rolling
1: Stones, uh, you can have the, the, you can have the Rolling Stones, that's yeah. enough. Spice Girls, back to you Lee. Slipknot. Mm. Oh, I've interviewed Slipknot, one of them signed my ass. Oh no. Nice.
4: That's true. <laughs> that's, that's
1: true, that's absolutely true. Tina Turner. Tina Turner, um, Richard Marks. <laughs> Is that an S? It's an X, it's an X, and it's about to start getting a little bit uh, juicy. Uh, uh, X-Cabs. Mm. Sorry?
4: X tabs He's he's befuddling us with his knowledge of trance music. <laughs> is that is yeah, that, that an ass?
11: Another child's bed funny enough, yeah. Uh all right.
4: Um,
10: <laughs>
4: Sabrina
1: Why is my computer very quiet, Amy? Is there, is there anything there that's Someone's happened?
4: Someone's been tinkering your end there.
1: Someone's been tinkering, Sabrina. Um Alice in Chains S Soundgarden Soundgarden mm. Three,
4: two, one. None of a scurry. We, we had none it. of a story.
1: <laughs> right. It's just, it's just me and you, buddy. It's just me and you. That's a very oh. annoying noise. I know. I couldn't... I'm trying to find... Is this a countdown? No. Why would none of these got countdowns on them? Okay. Um, what was it? Soundgarden? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, The Nice. Elastica. Ooh, yeah. Um... What's going on with my computer? No, that doesn't count. Hang on, I'm trying to get a <laughs> countdown. We'll sort out. Of Elastica. Um, um, Art uh, 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 Garfunkel. Yes. Is that an L or an E? An L, I think. L. Th- I think it's Garfunkel, an L. Garfunkel,
4: isn't it? Yeah. Oh. oh. Uh, Four,
12: three, oh,
1: I'm stuck on two, that. one. I'm well, afraid, Lee, we're out. It was a great game, a valiant, valiant effort. Can someone send me a link for YouTube? It's got five, four, three, oh two, one. Um, thank you very much, Lee. Let's go to Annie. Uh, we'll get Annie in before the break, and then we'll speak to Yasmin after the break. Good evening, Annie.
13: Hello. Finally, I finally packed up the guts to call.
1: You get a big old bell there, Annie. I don't mean that to sound vulgar, Catherine. Multiple please don't roll your eyes. Annie, how <laughs> long how long is it taking you to call us up? Um, well, uh,
13: I listened to the original talk radio since it's test broadcast in 1995.
1: Shut the front door. Now, I'm guessing from that, two things. <laughs> One, that you're old, like me, <laughs> and two, that, again, like me, you're a little bit of a radio geek.
13: I was around that time, yeah, because, yeah. um, I, I used to, I used to fax in to the 10 to 1 shows, which was Caesar the Geezer and then uh, James Weld. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In in the studio on his show one night.
1: You, used to fa- you came into the studio with James?
13: Yeah, when it was at seventy six Broad Street. Wow, you really are a, a radio geek. <laughs> I love so it. Wilder.
1: I'm a radio <laughs> I'm a radio geek as well, Annie, so please don't take it in any way as an insult. Um <laughs> Well, I in that case I feel honoured that you're listening to this after those two um, you know, bald old men. You know we <laughs> had you know we had Caesar the geezer on this show once?
13: Oh, did you? oh no! It was, I it. Love to hear it that. was
1: a while ago. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, we had Caesar on. We did have, like a bank holiday special where we got loads of radio people on that had inspired me. Um, wow! And we got Caesar on, and he was he was lovely, wasn't he, Cass? Yeah, he was a good fella. Really charming. Um, he, he, he still got it, you know. I think it's crazy that. I d- who knows what happened? I'd may- maybe there were some shenanigans, I don't know, but if-, if I was the boss here over Christmas, I'd have Caesar on, I'd have Tommy on, I'd get I'd get Wild Al Kelly, I'd get all those people inv- for the Christmas cover. Oh, I remember cover.
13: that. I-, I still got some of their shows on takes and Caesar used to
1: do his wind-ups and all that. Yeah, yeah. Caesar was brilliant. <laughs> and, he- and he's a really charming, over-the-top, loud man. You know, we'll get him on again some point.
13: That's brilliant. If you don't mind me saying, you guys are the rightful heirs. I think I tweeted you the
1: other night and said that. Oh, that was you. You did. Yes. Do you know what, Annie? As a radio geek, me, I'm talking about now. Um, that, that really means a lot saying that because, th- th- you know, those, those are uh, uh, giants, literally and uh, metaphorically, that we're following in the footsteps of. And for someone who knows our onions to say that, that is, um, that is a great compliment. So thank you very much. <laughs>
13: No problem, mate. Right? I nearly typed his old phone number when I went to call up, just saying, because <laughs> my first call. going, oh, three, four, five, ten, fifty, six. Oh, no, that's not right. Do you
1: remember, do you remember this? When I, I, well, I used to work at LBC in the early 2000s, and we used to have this kid that f- would phone up, right? And he was just a kid. Must have been about 12. And all he <laughs> would do, Annie, is you go, oh, uh, I can't remember his name. We've got, we've got Mark on line five. And he'd just go, Call James Whale. show on TalkSpot Radio. Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. On medium wave. <laughs> and
10: then he put the <laughs> phone
1: down. Brilliant,
13: and he was yeah, about oh 12. The, the old jingles and everything were brilliant. Get a radio screw to me head, Have a little radio implanted. So I never have to worry that I miss what Caesar said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love all that stuff. I, lo- Is there, I know that there's the Tommy Boyd Shrine, where you can get old Tommy Boyd shows, and that, um, Matty, uh, my friend Matty, uh, runs a website for me, where you can get all of my old stuff. Is there, there should be, like, an outlet for, like, old Caesar shows and old, um, Ian Collins shows when he was good. I'm joking, it's a joke, I know Ian. No, but there right. should be an outlet for <laughs> for something like that, a website.
13: Yeah, that would be great. I've still got the tapes. <laughs>
1: Do it Annie then we Annie, we look to you to make the website and to do it
13: To the custodian That's it. Cus- I always wanted to say I'm Aquarius and my cat is a Libra
1: there we go <laughs> what could what, describe your cat please?
13: A 10-year-old uh, ginger boy. I think I tweeted you a picture of him the other night. He's
1: got
13: eight teeth out, so he's looking like he'd been. Oh, face. I did see
1: the cat with, with all the teeth taken out. He looked like he sucked <laughs> yeah. a lemon. Oh, bless Poor it. little baby. Yeah. Poor baby. Oh, Annie. I mean,
13: he, he was dumped in a supermarket car park. Oh,
1: jeez, man. How can you get rid of a cat? Especially one like that. It was a stunner. Annie, we have to go because of the news. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that call and your kind words. This is fun. We'll keep this going to half past 11. Brand new callers only. Yasmin, I promise you've been waiting for ages. I promise you'll be the first caller after the news. This is Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
1: on Talk, talk Radio. Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. Hello. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. Dick. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine.
4: Aren't your balls normally held back by your willie? Really?
0: It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. Dick. I die for a living in the movies and TV. I got a mouthful of sausage. But the thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some of the guy while I'm bandaging my knee. Wow! I might fall from a tall building, I might roll a brand new car, cause
10: I'm the unknown stuntman, I made Redford such a star. Off with
13: shag the Pony. a
0: Pony. I've never spent much time in school, but I... I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out to pay.
7: Can you turn the page? Hey,
0: hey. I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. I but When I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or tarzan from a vine, cause I'm the It makes Eastwood look so hot. What are you beeping on about?
1: Who the hell is Ginger Baker? Oh, uh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Uh, let's carry on for a bit longer. Brand new calls only. Who are you, lady? Catherine Boyle. I'm Who are e- you, man? I'm Ian Lee, and I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. I'm really thinking there's something in this astrology. I think there there is more to it. Um, Yasmin. Hi, how are you guys. Hey, Yasmin. we we're, we're good, thanks. How are you doing?
8: Um good. I've been, been in the for a
1: while. You've been on but... the for 25 minutes and 21 seconds. <laughs> and I apologize for that. And you're well, the reason we kept you is because we knew you were going to be the best.
8: <laughs>
1: That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. So go on do it. I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) That's that's really horrible. Go on, perform perform for me. No, that's horrible. I'm sorry we kept you waiting, Yasmin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know it can be a very nerve-wracking thing, and quite often you'll see people waiting for a bit, and then the phone goes down, and you can tell, nah, they've had enough. They don't want any of this. But you made it. You're the first call of, uh, 11.07 this evening, Yasmin. What, what can we do for you? Was there anything you wanted to say? Uh, well, you
8: meant well, I've been waiting for a while, um, but I thought I'd call in today,
1: because
8: you guys, uh, because you were talking about jealousy, and I've been having a lot of that recently.
1: You've been feeling jealous, or others have been jealous towards you? Oh,
8: no, I've been feeling jealous. Go on,
1: it's a tough thing to talk about, and no one talks about it, and I think it's important, because I don't think you have any control over it. I'm jealous of Catherine's... Catherine and her brand new kitten, which is insane. I've got three cats who I love very yeah. much, and Catherine is my best mate, and I'm also really pleased for her. But I'm jealous. Stop biting your fingernails. It's disgusting. Uh,
4: it's not, I'm di- not biting my fingernails. You I've got a, um, uh, what's it called, splinter.
1: I'm going to sm- smear them in, in rat feces. So go on, Yasmin. Tell us about your jealousy.
8: Uh, well, it started with I graduated recently, and everyone I know is doing like a graduate scheme, and like, Starting their careers. Yeah. And I haven't been able to do that. Um, and also, uh, like, with the relationships, like, I'm being so jealous of my friends. Like, some of my friends are getting married, and I haven't had anything like that. Right.
1: Well, let's start with the yeah. college thing. So, so they're, 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 they're doing what, sorry?
8: They started, like, um, graduate schemes, and okay. they're starting their careers, and, and I'm still looking
1: Okay, so you haven't find, found the right spot for you yet? No. Um, and how long have you been looking for?
8: Um, since, like, April, May.
1: Wow, okay, so yeah. so a while. And, and why have you not found the right thing? Are, are you I'm being really overly... bad at
8: interviews. Uh-huh.
1: Now, why bad yeah. at interviews? In what way bad?
8: I get so nervous. Right. I, yeah, that's why.
1: Well, no, I was about to say you don't sound nervous now. You sound pissed off that we kept you waiting 27 minutes, (laughs) I get that. I would be as well. But you don't sound nervous. You're sounding very confident now, I thought.
8: Okay. I think, I don't know, I just feel under pressure when I'm in an interview. I keep messing
1: up. I suppose, um, I know what it's like. I've never had quite had a job interview or anything like that, but I have had interviews for positions. And it, when you have to walk into a room with two, three, four people that know each other, don't be nervous. Yeah. Sit down. Just, just That's it. Take a seat. Thanks so much for coming in today. Oh my God, that's, that's a tough situation to shine in, isn't it? Yeah, but,
8: but most of my friends have done it. And I also put advice, but it's always the same thing. But when I go into the interview, I still get the same results. What
1: is what is their advice? What do, what are they saying you should do that perhaps you're not? Um, like,
8: just act more confident. <laughs> yeah. But I really struggle with
1: that. It's, yeah, well, because it's tough. And saying, just "Bill, be, just be more confident, though, obviously. It's tough. I'll tell you how I got this job here, right, at Talk Radio. I had a really cushy yet not particularly satisfying job on another radio station. I was doing a breakfast show. And, um, I didn't, I didn't really like it. And my agent said, there's a new, talk radio's coming back. And I said, man, you've got to get me in there for an interview. You've got to get me in there. He said, sure, do you mean to put me forward for the breakfast show? I went, no, no, no. I want late nights. I want ten to one. He said, okay, I'll put you in touch with Liam, the guy that's kind of organizing it. And I did this thing, Yasmin. I wanted this job. I, no, I I didn't need this job because I already had a job. So that instantly, the the smell of desperation that I would normally carry around for job interviews was gone. Because I had a job. I didn't know I was going to lose it shortly after, but I had a job. I was all right. And all morning on the train in from Windsor, I think I was living at the time, I just kept saying to myself, you're the you're one of those people that's really good at interviews. You are one of those people that are really good at interviews. You deserve this. You deserve <laughs> this. You're the best at what you do. All of that stuff. And I came in, and I, honestly, this is uh, 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 totally unlike me. I'm not saying this is what you should do. I'm just giving my personal experience. This is totally unlike me. I met Liam, he's a nice guy, and uh, and I was so nervous, and I just took a deep breath, and I went, Liam. I really think you need me for your station. I want the ten to one slot at night, and I guarantee you, I will give you radio unlike anything else that is out there at the moment." And he sort of sat there and went, why, why are you not asking for breakfast or drive? Why do you not want breakfast? I said, I don't want it. I'm doing a breakfast show now, I've done a drive show, I've done all the slots. The best slot for radio. It's ten o'clock at night till... And I was doing it like that, really confident, not cocky, not arrogant. I said, this is what I want this is what you need. And then I came out, Yasmin, and I phoned Kath up straight away. I went, oh my God, Catherine!" I went in and I pretended I was really good at me. Do you remember? Yeah. I pretended I was really good at meetings and I, and I told him that he needed me and I can't believe I said that and now I feel
4: sick. Do you
5: remember
1: yeah, that? Yeah, I do
4: remember that. <laughs> I mean, you were you were safe in that you had already had a job.
1: That was the thing. But... That was the thing.
4: But that you were a fish out of water in that scenario too. Oh, it was
1: horrible. Yasmin, it was horrible, mate. It was horrible. But I knew... That For the 45 minutes I was in that office, I knew I could suck it up and I could fake it. Because all I had to do was fake it for 45 minutes. And then there was a bit where he went out as well for a couple of minutes. And so I was able to breathe and go, just say to myself, you're one of those people that's good at meetings. You are good at asking for what you want. And I'm not. But, and I'm not saying that's what you should do. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. you may find it surprising, I am also... I, not also, I am not very good in interviews and meetings like that, but I was able to fake it when it really counted.
8: Uh, You seem really confident on the show.
1: Yeah, I know. And I am confident on the show, because this is, this studio is, um, it's kind of my home territory. I'm very confident doing the show with Catherine in the studio and talking to you. If you and I were on the phone privately, I would be a nervous wreck. You probably wouldn't notice it. Yeah, But I would be pacing around, I would be, try and make myself stand in one place and then not be able to, and I will be doing everything I could to end this phone call as quickly as possible, because it makes me uncomfortable. Now, there is a time when I'm uncomfortable in the studio, and that's when we've got a guest in. There, there are a couple that, someone like Stephen Page doesn't phase me anymore, but, um... Normally, when we've got a guest in, we had Taras in the other week, really nice guy. We had Saffron in, who I've met. We've got um, the, the, the editor of Chat It's Fake coming in next week. All lovely people. But because they're kind of on my territory, it yeah. makes me really nervous. And I'm thinking, God, everyone at home can hear this. I don't think people can, actually, but it, it, that kind of throws me a bit. The point I'm trying to make is, if there's any point in this, is that the thing I have learned is that even the people that seem to be the most confident, quite often inside are very nervous, and if they're not nervous, they often have a lot of self-doubt. Okay. Having self-doubt is normal. I think there might be a few exceptions. I, I bet Alan Sugar probably doesn't. Piers Morgan probably doesn't. But but you could the, the, the majority... Maybe of, they
4: should have a little more. Maybe
1: they should. But I think the majority of people do have self-doubt about... It's, it's imposter syndrome, isn't it? That thing yeah. where you think, I don't deserve to be here. Someone's going to bust me. I don't know, <laughs> Catherine. Have you got, go, like, go on, Yasmin. Sorry.
8: It's just been like beating jealousy as well. Yeah. Like, I get so jealous of my friends. Um, like, kind of annoyed at how well they're doing.
4: Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean by that. I was probably one of the last people to land a job coming out of journalism college, and I didn't know what was going to happen to me. My fr- One of my friends ended up with a really brilliant job that's kind of set her up in her career straight away, and I thought, bloody hell, maybe I've just not got it. All that stuff goes through mm-hmm. my head, and even now I have to counter myself sometimes. I, I'm always looking up, but you never look back and see the people that didn't get as far as you. Yeah. So... You know that the, the, that your head is telling you fibs a bit and everyone's on their own path and there'll be p- parts of your life that your friends are jealous of, but you won't see it because it's just something you do.
1: And relationships, Yasmin. People are getting married and stuff and yeah. y- you're, you're not in that position yet.
8: No, and I've never even been in a relationship.
10: Mm.
8: So I, I feel like, what's wrong with me?
1: Um... Again, that's more common than you think. Yeah. That's more common than you think. There are loads of uh, of people that have not been in relationships that think there is something weird about them. God, I'm going I'm to be so full of cliches. It happens when it's meant to happen. You know, it it, it, it it will happen. Oh, I sound like your dad or your uncle or something. <laughs> oh, Yasmin, don't worry. It will happen when it's meant to happen. That's not what you want to hear. When what you? 23, 24.
8: Twenty-four.
1: Twenty-four. Oh, right. um, and and, and you, you don't want to hear a forty-six-year-old man going, "Yeah, husband, been. Trust me, young lady, it will happen when it's meant to happen." Catherine, you're a, you're a young woman. If you've got anything, that <laughs> I'm young? A young woman, am I not? I was saying to Catherine, then lift up. The next birthday, Cat is fifty. The next big one.
4: Um, and what did I say? You can't repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um. uh Here's the thing. People don't stay married sometimes. Yeah,
10: well, yes, when you're 24, that's true. That's true.
4: when you're 24, I think, st- I think actually biologically your brain has only just stopped forming. Mm. Yeah. So you've got plenty of time to work out who you are and then you've got a chance of being great in a relationship. But up to the, up to this point, I don't think 24. I remember I, being, I wouldn't want to get married at 24.
1: I remember being 24 and was unable to find a relationship. I went out with girls for a couple of weeks but it was obvious, you know, it was it wasn't even really sex. It was obvious that we weren't meant to. I had a sort of 23 to 25, 26. I had a long period of of not really seeing anybody and of being single and thinking, my god, and my friends they weren't getting married at that age, but they were in long-term relationships. They were living uh with people and and it I had th- three, four years where I'd had my heart broken by a girlfriend going out with my best mate, and I was just—I I just thought well, this is never going to happen for me. Um, and then I did. I felt I've, I've been in love a couple of times since then, you know, love uh, with, with, with someone that I went out with for a long time, then someone I was married to, and that didn't work out, and you know. it... it It happens when it's meant to happen, and that's such a a, a, a facile cliche, but it's true.
4: If I'd have married the guy I was going out with at 24, it would have been an absolute bloody disaster. (laughs) I'll tell you that. I was going out with someone from the age of 16 to about 22. Waste of time, really. I mean, that was never going to go anywhere. I suppose it kind of, all these experiences add to your... I don't know, development as a person, but you'll have had different experiences because you weren't going out with someone who was being a pain in the arse and having silent conversations and all this sort of drama that really I should have knocked on the head very, very early on, but kind of tried to work through it. People working through relationships in their early 20s, flipping it, just cut your losses and realize that you're worth more. And do you know what? At some point, someone's going to be really lucky to go out with you and you'll bring so much more to it because you've not been tied down because you've been working (laughs) out who you are. Um, And
1: thanks for admitting to being jealous, because it's not something that we do very often. Jealousy is a real kind of dark emotion.
4: The internet is full of people presenting an image of having it all. Yeah. They haven't. Yeah. If they did, they wouldn't be on the internet.
1: And I think if people could say openly, like you have tonight, you know what, I'm I'm jealous of what those people have got. I think it takes a little bit of the sting out of it. And I think it's an important thing, because people don't, talk about jealous we'll bitch about someone's back oh they're just jealous well, yeah maybe they are let's talk about it and see if there's any way that we can understand it a bit better
4: but also understand that it's just a reaction yeah and it's all right to feel jealous just like it's all right to feel pissed off sometimes what's your language <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, i mean i don't know if these two old farts have, have, have in any way
4: no may- it
8: has may- i've been wanting to call for a while since i saw you in the jungle as well oh
1: wicked but. wicked those strawberries, huh? Wasn't <laughs> 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 it, eh? Those strawberries. Yasmin, listen, I'm really glad you've called. I'm hoping that we'll get to speak to you again at some point.
4: Yeah.
1: I will. Nice one. You By did brilliantly. Way, and you sounded very confident. I was
4: going to say, someone who's not confident just yeah. spoke on the on national radio for about ten minutes.
1: Yeah, about 15 minutes you were on for, and, and it was fascinating. It was really interesting. So thank you, Yasmin. We'll, we'll speak again. All
4: right, thanks. Thanks well, a lot. Good night. There you go.
1: There you go. Brilliant! Didn't sound nervous at all. I wouldn't have
4: dead phone up the national radio station.
1: We got Tommy. We're going to call our friend in the states in a bit. I'm going to take this up to midnight. The c- call, new callers only. Going to take this up to midnight. I've only got two more calls, so it could be a little bit empty at the end. But it's been worth it so far. They've been brilliant. Tommy, you're next. Then we're going to call our friend in the states, and we could be talking to you if you've never called the show before. Oh three, you can have called talk radio before, but just never spoken to us. Oh three four four. This is the late night alternative. Every weeknight from 10, except tomorrow actually, on talk radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. New callers only up until midnight and I am thoroughly enjoying myself. Let's go to Tommy. Good evening Tommy.
14: Good evening, you good? I'm good Tommy. Yes, I'm looking forward to this call. What you got for us buddy? Well, this is the first time I've ever done one, and at midnight this evening, I'm 60, and I thought, why not, I'll I'll ring into the, um, talk show. There we go,
1: there we go. So what you, so you're 60 at midnight, happy birthday, I would not have guessed the age, you sound a bit younger, I would have had you in the late 40s.
14: Yeah, thank you. Um, Um, what you doing for your birthday, Tom? Well, to be honest... I've just got out of hospital. I've had a triple bypass, but I'm fine. I've, I've, I've got out a couple of weeks ago. Okay, I'm, um, I'm going I'm to get a lot better, so yeah. I haven't really got anything planned, but I've got some friends coming from up north on Friday to see me. Beautiful. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Well, with triple <laughs> bypass a few weeks ago, I don't know what the recovery rate is. So, I, you're able to get up and get around, are you now?
14: I I am yeah yeah I mean uh, it was a bit of a shock when it came because I didn't have a clue you know what I mean it just happened uh, next thing I was in hospital so did you have but, a heart yeah. attack? I did I'd already had one about ten years ago and yeah. um, this is the second one but I'm quite healthy I run up the stairs I'm quite if you if you <laughs> met me you wouldn't even think I'd had a heart attack. So did did you I, have
1: a heart attack then then kind of pass out then wake up and they go well we've just done a triple bypass on you is that how it works?
14: Well, they knock you out, don't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's quite painful as well. And you have some crazy sort of hallucinations on the drugs that you're on, but Uh it's quite funny.
1: Well, you get your kicks wherever you can get your kicks, brother.
14: Well, basically, the reason I rang up about two years ago... Yeah. I burnt my flat down in Labut Grove. It was in the wintertime, and I fell asleep, and I knocked. God. I knocked over the, one of cheap electric fires. No. And it, anyway, it burnt, the, uh, it burnt the place down. I ended up four days in intensive care. And when I was in intensive care, I thought, when I get out, I've got to write this story. I've had this story in my head for about 20 years. So anyway, cut a long story short, I wrote the book. Yeah. And about six weeks ago, I got a publishing deal for it. Shut so front up. door, Tommy. Yeah. Mate, brilliant. Well done. So I thought, well, I may as well ring in and plug the book. Oh,
1: but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the book out now?
14: It says yeah. It's on New Haven Publishing, and it's called Just Tommy Nightmare in Jamaica. But yeah, um, can I
1: terrible. can I ask him, I, I I'm getting this vibe, was there a little bit of ganja involved?
14: Well, there was, yeah. Good lad. Yeah, and I'm not really a, a, a criminal as such, really. I'm a, I was involved in music, and it was... A sod, yeah, but yeah it is, yeah. Hey it's got
1: yeah. six yeah. I've got it. It's up here, it's on uh, Amazon, just uh, Nightmare in Jamaica, just Tommy. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh,
14: it's got six five star reviews. Okay then. Alright, it's only just come out and it's word of mouth a bit, but I've got a few interviews coming up, so Well hang on, you've got an you've got
1: hang on a minute, you've got an interview happening right here, right this very second Tom. Forget those other chances.
14: Well that's true here, so, yeah. So i
1: to Tommy Kennedy the fourth.
14: That's me. Yeah. In the, well. Yeah. My there was four. Well, it's five of us. I've got eleven-year-old an boy, and we're all called Tommy. <laughs> yeah. <so it's laughs> How does that, I love uh, that.
1: How does that work?
14: Yeah. Well, you know, it was an American thing, wasn't it? And because I, I was kind of involved in managing bands, I just put it on the end as a showbiz sort yeah. of, you know, bullshit really. What what, what what but,
1: bands? What
14: bands are you managing? Well, I've worked with all kind of bands, but I've predominantly been working with young, unsigned, unknown bands. Yeah. Really, there was. But I have worked with big bands as well. I was a production runner as well for some other company. So I've worked with a lot of big bands, but that wasn't really what I was doing. I was yeah. predominantly working with young unsigned London bands. Listen And to there's listen. one called Pink Cigar, and there's a few others. Let me, Pink, pink Cigar? Yeah. That yeah. means penis. Uh, and and uh, another band called Smiley and the Underclass. All right. Well, their fans on the you know on the way out. on the London Underground for years. Well, anyway, yeah. So,
1: can I read a little bit of this? Um, uh, the description of your book.
14: Yeah. Because I'm just ahead,
1: then, Ian. Yeah. listen to this. This sounds nuts, right? Yeah. And it's this guy's life. Tommy Kennedy yeah. IV's extraordinary life began against the backdrop of the northern town of Warrington. Tommy describes a chaotic childhood where home is variously in a caravan, a convent, and care homes. His parents are childlike and irresponsible. His life is unpredictable and unstable. Without any parental guidance, by the age of 22, Tommy had completed seven custodial sentences. Seven by the age of 22!
14: Within this yeah, environment,
1: Tommy...
14: long time ago. I'm 60 now, ain't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying,
14: yeah.
1: what a life. Wouldn't yeah. judge you at all for that, man. Within this environment, Tommy learns how to survive and thrive in a world of petty crimes, scams, and horrific risk-taking behaviour. He escapes Warrington by bursting into an intoxicating world of plane-hopping, class-A drugs, glamorous women, five-star hotels, and exotic locations. The roller coaster then stops abruptly in a long prison sentence in the notorious general penitentiary of Jamaica. How long are you in there for, mate?
14: It felt like three hundred years, but I was there for three years, but it felt like three hundred.
1: That's, um, that's a tough old prison, isn't it?
14: Well, it was, yeah. I mean, it's two thousand men and it's maximum security. And predominantly everybody in there was predominantly doing life sentences. And I was one of maybe two or three white guys in there, so, yeah, it was rough.
1: (laughs) What were you, um, what were you running from, Tommy?
14: Sorry, I was eating a grape then Ian. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love you, man. I, what were you running at, from? Why were you doing I, all this?
14: Well, I was actually trying to make money while I for the bands to do promotions, and it's kind of how I got involved in it, really, yeah, I mean I, yellow I, cards my,
1: can't drop an f bomb but go on,
14: yeah, you're wasting your life here, so I decided to set out and do some traveling. That's how it all started, yeah really. and. Here I am, 38 years later, sat in the flat speaking to you mm. on the eve of my 60th birthday, which is probably in about half an hour You got You've got uh, 29 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh. Um, okay, yeah, I'm not even a birthday person. I don't even mention it to anyone. You've mentioned it six times.
1: Tommy, what a brilliant call, man. The book is Nightmare in Jamaica... Yeah. Um, it, uh Just Tommy. It's on Amazon yeah. if you want to have a little look at that. Or Waterstones
14: or WH Smith, So yeah. it's
1: everywhere? Yeah. I wish you the best of luck, man. I wish you a brilliant holiday and I wish you a good recovery as well.
14: Thanks, Ian. Good
1: to talk, yeah. Thanks, Tommy. Take care. We'll speak again soon, mate. Yeah, man, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Wow. What a night! What a night! What a night. Every call has just had me gripped in a completely different way. Every call has been completely different. Sean, you will be next, our friend in America, I promise. I, I, you've been emailing for a bit. We're going to take a little break, come back, you're gonna, we're going to call you. Every caller. Yeah. Completely different. Completely different. Everyone's had a story.
4: And not amazing? You know, sometimes the, this, when we're eating up the uh, the canteen, you can see out over London. Yeah. And I look out and I see all the windows and you think, each and every one of those windows it yeah. has got a different life behind it. People yeah. worried about certain things, other people having the best times of their lives, other people about to take a massive fall or whatever. That's what we're getting tonight on the radio. Just little slices of life. This is what
1: we wanted this show to be. Yeah. Again, this isn't a diss to our regular callers at all, at all, at all. We're so grateful you call in. But this is what we wanted this show to be. People phoning in, a proper late night show where people phone in from all over the country, all over the world. We're going to speak to our friend Sean in America in a bit, I don't even know what part of the States he's in, Um, sharing their stories. And and several of the people who phoned up tonight have kind of said, I've got nothing to say. But then we've had a really interesting five, ten minute Mm -hmm. chat with them. That's our job. That's our job to get it out of you. You, you, you that's our job you haven't got to phone up thinking I've got you need an agenda that's our job. do
4: you know what I'm more interested in rather than yep. what people are saying who they are
1: yeah
4: and we're hearing who people are tonight Those really hmm
15: what an incredible
1: back to back so completely different and they're both different worlds and they're both listening to me and you
4: This is why I get frustrated sometimes when people come on and try and monologue yeah because there's no engagement. Yeah. I don't know who these people are. They're giving me they're giving me Top Show but I want I wanna know who these people are and we're getting that tonight. It's
1: great. Giving her Top Show she wants top shop, all right. I
4: wanna go to the bottom shelf.
1: Another thirty minutes of calls from brand new callers. People who've never called, you'll get this um we may we may all be dried up, but that 's absolutely fine after midnight we'll we'll open the lines to everybody i think so if you 've never called before you 've got another thirty minutes to to i mean you can do it after midnight as well, but you have another thirty minutes to do in the safety of of you know us of, of, of not being shuffled around shunted that 's the word i 'm looking for shunted by some of the regular callers o three shunted o three four four We're going to call our friend Sean in America in a second. This is the late night alternative. I am Ian Lee. Who you? Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio.
6: The late night alternative
0: with that man Ian Lee. (laughs) There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet.
9: Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't
0: request it. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm.
1: All right. 0344. 499-1000, Four nine nine one thousand. If you've never called the show before, I'll we'll open the calls up after midnight, but let me um Oh right, I'm gonna write a number down for Amy because I can't dial out on okay. this. So um um zero zero one, that's America, isn't yeah. it? Uh 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 mm, mm. Mm, and that is Sean. For some reason, that screen isn't letting me do what I want to do. See so if you can get, or you can give Sean a little call. She can give someone give Sean a little call. Crying out loud. Technology let's get, technology. get Sean on this show. I want to speak to Sean. Um, so Sean emailed us. Um, I've never called before Ian at IanLee.com. Um, and thank you to the person 273 who said, really enjoying listening to your show from you callers. Still too nervous to call in, and I don't have Twitter. Of course you don't. And we I keep working on the mentality that everyone's got Twitter. Of course you haven't. The sensible people don't. Anyway, Sean emailed us an hour ago. Sorry, Sean. An hour and a half ago. Sorry, mate. Ian at IanLee.com. I've never called before, and I've heard American callers on your show. What are they doing to call in? Uh Well, Sean... They are being canny. Have you got the right number? Have I written it down wrong? I might have written it down wrong. Unbelievable. They're arguing out there. Outrageous scenes. Outrageous scenes. What's, what, what one? You, what? you were, you were arguing. I heard raised voices and I heard, I, I saw no. you crying
4: because <laughs>
1: no. the way Amy spoke to you.
4: That computer at the back. Don't that point I, to her. I'm She's not a com- computer. She's a human being. She's Amy. Point on the computer. I've spoke to Sean. I put him on the line, and then as soon as Amy put her phone down, it went.
1: So you, Amy cut cut him off.
4: No, Amy, that is outrageous. No. How dare you cut what my callers off?
1: Is, i know what you're saying, Catherine. This studio. She's fired.
4: This studio does not work.
1: Well, I can't use the phone box here. So, anyway, who cares? Who cares? Because we go... oh, oh, look at this. Hang on a second,
15: Sean. Hi, and this is Sean in America. Thank you for taking my call.
1: So, oh, the manners, the manners of the Americans.
15: Are you in Alaska? Uh, I'm originally from Anchorage, Alaska, but now I live in San Francisco, California. Oh, Okay, because okay, it's
1: showing up as Alaska, but obviously you've taken the, uh, the number with you. Uh, Sean, how long, because you emailed us, thank you, and thank you for your patience. How long have you been yeah. listening to us for?
15: Oh, about six months or so.
1: And how did you find it? Because I've got one of those internet radios and I kind of like to just, just pick stations at random, generally in California or New York, so it's not that random, but I, I kind of pick stations and I listen for a little bit. I, is that how you found us or did you, had you heard about the talk radio or what?
15: Yeah, I mean, basically, I was, uh, I was kind of trying to figure out exactly what was going on with, uh, the B word. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I tuned too, into man. talk radio. Oh, and quickly found that it was less about news and more about rhetoric. Um, but one day I continued to listen straight through into your show, and wow. I found it to be encapsulating.
1: Wow, there you go. I'll, I'll I'll take that for a dollar. Thank you, man. So do you want, we don't really talk about Brexit, we may have to after midnight a little bit, because I think something's happening at
15: midnight. Um, but do, do you understand it? Mm, well, my feeling is that it sort of is uh, one of those, Issues that is divided by rhetoric, kind of more than the facts. Um, but my understanding is that there was a vote in your country and you've voted to leave the European Union. Some people like it, some people don't. Yeah. Uh, no one seems to know for sure what the result is going to be. Um, but again, this really seems to be more motivated by political divisiveness Mm -hmm. than it really does by. The act itself.
1: You have summed it up in 30 seconds better than most people, most commentators on the radio. It is, it's about rhetoric. It's about ego. It's about division. That's it. The actual act of whether we leave or whether we stay is almost irrelevant to the division that is, is being caused in a similar way, Sean. That, I know we won't dwell on it too long, but in a, sh- a similar way that, that Trump has been in your country for the last Three years. Now, the, 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 my interpretation of it is that he may possibly have jumped the shark recently and that, that maybe it's all going to come crashing down him with the whole Biden thing and, and even more pertinent is pulling the troops out of Syria and ISIS, <laughs> ISIS reforming <laughs> because of his ridiculous, you know, actions like he's playing an Xbox game. Um, but it, it, it seem, we seem to be living in the era of it doesn't matter what you say, it's all about getting you to hate the person next to you
15: yeah i agree uh, i mean uh, here in america it's been that way for quite a while i mean it, it's people are sort of forming their identities around these politics and i think it's to the detriment of facts truth what's actually happening it doesn't really matter because these people's identities are so tied up in being right yeah. that's they're less concerned about the effect.
4: Yeah, they hear something that may be true, um, maybe be presented as a fact, but if they don't like it, they won't believe it. And that's the end of the argument.
1: That's right. How's San Francisco, Sean? I went to San Francisco once, tw- 19 years ago. We were filming a documentary um, about video games. So we went to California, we went to Seattle, and we had a couple of nights off. So, me and the producers went to San Francisco, we went out for some dinner, mm-hmm. uh, we went to a nightclub, we took a load of ecstasy, and okay. we, nearly got, we nearly got murdered because we're like three o'clock in the morning in this very rough neighbourhood in these preppy clothes that we'd all just bought at Banana Republic, <laughs> <laughs> and my mate James pulled out of his pocket a huge map and unfurled <laughs> this map. And we're all there, by the way, don't do drugs, kids. And we're all there going, James, put the map up. We couldn't look any more like tourists waiting to be shot than <laughs> that. It was ridiculous. But I loved it. And then the next day, uh, I went to, I walked out of town and I went to Bruce Lee's grave. I it was kind of my little pilgrimage. I did that all on my own. I walked and it's a bit of a trek. Uh, no, that's Seattle. Seattle. I'm getting confused. Seattle is Bruce Lee's grave. Forget that. I do apologize. It wasn't San Francisco. Um, but I loved San Francisco. It's unlike... Any other, I've not been to that many American cities. It's unlike L.A. and it's unlike New York. It it seems to have the personality that certainly L.A. does not have. It's beautiful.
15: Yeah, that's right. I I mean, I love it here. Uh, It's it's a beautiful city. Like you said, it's got, um, it's sort of a more compact city. L.A. is more spread out. Yeah. Um, So San Francisco is kind of forced to make these kind of tiny communities based around a smaller geographic area. And I think that really drives the sense of community here. Um yeah it's a great city so yes, but you have a great trip when you're here. You've got
1: buildings um that are uh, uh, comparatively old for America. You know I know when you 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 guys come over here you go wow that you know or you over there you talk about having a building that's 50 years old and you go you think that's old come and see my house come mm-hmm. and see my shed. Um but you've got buildings that are comparatively old. You've got those wonderful hills that just everywhere is hills. And then you've got that weather the weather just changes constantly. Maybe that's why we like it so much because the weather is kind of British.
4: I love San Francisco. My sister lived there because she went to San yeah. Francisco State. And um, this was... She She spent a year there. She did American studies at university here. And they sent her there for a, a year. What an amazing experience that was for her. Um, She used to live at, over at the Presidio. There were some houses there. And... Um, I went over there this time of year and we spent Halloween there, which was something else. But the thing that I really remember from my time there was this was at a time where in the UK, if you went to a pub or a bar, you might have gone in there smelling of I don't know Chanel or whatever you was you were wearing at that time, probably CK One. Um, and but you come out smelling of cigarettes because mm. everywhere was just full of cigarette smoke. And San Francisco was the first place I've ever been to where. I had ever been to where not only could you not smoke in bars or pubs, but also you couldn't smoke within like something like 500 meters of, yeah. a, of a building. Wow. And it was extraordinary. Of a building? Yeah, a public building. Well, but so, you
1: couldn't smoke outside. Well, hang on a minute. You have to be 500 meters away from a building. Yeah. How could you be 500 meters away from a building in a city? Well, I don't think I, the I story.
15: I think they're defining public buildings in a different way. So, like a yeah. residence wouldn't be considered a okay, public yeah. building. so, you could smoke out outside so like outside
4: house. the university or outside, right. you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was incredible, and I'd never thought of it. I never thought of it as being a problem before because it's just the way we've grown up, you know. How come
1: you ended up there, Sean, from Alaska? What was that work? Love?
15: I went to uh, I went to graduate school in Los Angeles, and I just hated it there. So yeah. after I graduated, I started looking for opportunities up here and found something. So moved on up.
1: And what what do you do?
15: Uh, I'm an attorney, or I believe in your country they may be called barristers. A barrister? <laughs> he's a racist. He's taking the piss out of the way we
1: speak. I'll go over there and smash him in the face. Give this guy a knuckle sandwich. He's a barista. <laughs> oh, he makes good coffee. Um, what kind of? Uh, that's brilliant. What kind of cases are you are you uh, doing?
15: Uh, mostly insurance litigation, sort of general civil litigation.
1: So do you have to prove that the person is lying and that their their apartment wasn't flooded and they just they just poured water on the carpet and the sofa to try and get some money?
15: I mostly deal with injuries to the person, oh, so it's no. people who are lying about having you know bumped their head on something on the way out of work one day. Or, so do you have to go yeah. around
1: and like secretly this stake, them been, stake them out and film them you know, like playing basketball and stuff?
15: I don't do that, but someone else does. <laughs> he yeah. knows a bloke, he does.
1: Oh, I love it.
15: Oh, I love it. Are you happy, Sean? Uh, yeah, I am pretty happy. Good. I love where I live. Um, You know, I, I have a family, I have a wife and a kid. Yeah, I'm very happy.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. I tell you, I'm, I'm fishing, because normally I'm really good at people's ages. Don't tell me, but I'm struggling to place your age, and I think it's because of your accent. And so I'm fishing for information, and I've got the family and the kid. So I'm going to say, but I'm going to be wildly off, I'm going to say 38.
4: I was going to say 35. 32. Oh! It was,
1: yeah, I knew it. It was a a tough one. How old's your kid, man? One
15: and a half. One (laughs)
1: year and seven months. We're giggling, because we've been through that.
4: (laughs) Well done. Good luck. Things are about to get psychological. (laughs) Yeah. The physical oh, yeah. <laughs> trials are nearly over. <laughs> oh
1: mate, oh, it's the most yeah. amazing adventure. But but it, it, I mean now you're you're approaching language and manipulation, <laughs> yes. and it's it's about to get really intense. I mean, brilliant, but it's about to get intense yeah. and stuff. And everyone's well and healthy.
15: Uh yeah yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. We're right at the age where uh, my daughter should be uh, talking, but she's delayed in uh, okay. teach So. They're concerned that there may be, like, an autism issue, something, something okay. like that. Um, but, you know, hopefully we'll dodge that bullet so yeah. early. Sometimes kids are late. Sometimes kids are late
1: for no reason. You, you just know, I, I, well, Sean, we will have our fingers crossed. And if you feel, um, you know, when she starts shouting orders at you, if you feel you want to give us a little update, then um, we'd be really, <laughs> really pleased to hear that, mate. Hey, listen, thank well, you so much. It. Thank you so much for your email. Lots of love to your family. And we will speak again soon, Sean.
15: Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Thanks
1: man. John. Thank you. There we go. People <sighs> all over the world. I
4: love San Francisco
15: so Yeah,
1: much. I do. I do. It's I,
4: one of those places that's a big city, but it's, got, it's kind of got little villages within it.
1: We were looking at taking the show to San Francisco this year, like we did New York a couple of years ago, last year, whatever it was. And then we, was a chance was going to Phoenix with our friend Josh mm-hmm. to do some filming. That didn't happen. If the contract gets renewed next year, well, let's go. We can go to San Fran. That's the plan, man. Thank you, Sean. We've got another ten minutes of this. The switchboard is empty. So if you are, a, we'll, we'll open it up to everyone after midnight. But if you are a brand new caller, you don't have to have as much to say as Sean did or, or Tommy or any of the callers that we've had. Just if you sort of phone up and say, hey, I've been listening. Um, it's alright, it's an okay show, thanks very much That's all you got to say 0344 The Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio with Ian and Kat Neon lit
0: night talk For torch singers, trolley dollies And train wrecks like me oh, never know Just where the conversation will take you What I'm going to say
4: sounds ridiculous
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee On Talk Radio
1: Ice?
4: What's ice? You know, the um, American Immigration Service.
1: Well, Catherine was just saying something to me, and I knew that the microphones were going to go live, and she'd stop telling me what she was... Nine minutes. Well, five, six minutes left. If you've never called, 0344 499 1000. If you have called before, hold off until after midnight, and then you'd be very, very welcome. But don't call in just yet. Just thank you very much.
4: Right. Well, you've heard that Donald Trump and his government's policy of detaining families like Mexico... Mexican families separating yeah. from their children, etc. etc. Et cetera, et cetera,
1: Because et cetera. they've
4: crossed borders illegally.
1: Yeah.
4: A British couple say they've been detained in the U.S. after accidentally crossing the border from Canada. David Connors, 30, and his wife Eileen, 24, say they're being held in Pennsylvania with their three-month-old baby and are traumatized. They say they were driving with family members on the 3rd of October when, to avoid an animal, they veered onto a small road. Mm-mm. A police officer then pulled them over told them that they were in the U.S. state of Washington and arrested them. Yep. The couple have detailed the scariest experience of their entire lives in a sworn statement that was provided to the BBC News by their lawyer. The family statement is the basis for a legal complaint lodged by their lawyer with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security Inspector General. So
1: hang on, why are they, I don't understand why
4: they've been arrested. Because they swerved on, they crossed the border illegally.
1: Well, what Border.
4: Between Canada and America.
1: Oh, Canada and America. Sorry, I, I thought that you between states. Okay, no. right.
4: So, U.S. immigration authorities confirmed to the BBC the couple were being held, but denied their allegations of mistreatment. The family's attorney, um, the people from the People's Justice Center, said the couple were driving south of Vancouver on the third of October when they <sighs> took a detour to avoid an animal.
1: I. What they should have done. Took a detour.
4: Yeah, they went
1: down to avoid an animal. An animal. Okay. They went down
4: a, a country road. Here's apparently. the thing.
1: Here's the thing you need to do. All you've got to do to escape the popo in the states is drive until you're out of the range of their sirens. And I know this because I've been playing GTA V. Oh. And that's all you've got to do is you've got to, if you if you murder someone or you steal a car or you f- just fire. If you just. have to go a, in an ambulance. Go
4: in an ambulance.
1: Or you just fire a shotgun in the air. Right. Right. Um. You just got. To, Drive until you're out of the. Pol- uh, you got a little map and like a GPS, and you drive until you're out of the police siren range. Then they forget about you. how uh, so it works in GTA V. I'm assuming that's how it works in the actual state of America. True Life Simulation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think we may have had all of the first time callers, but we'll still keep the lines free for them. weren't they great? Yeah, uh, it was really interesting. What, what tell me what you were saying about. What you were interested in?
4: Oh, just um, the lives people have been living while we've been doing this show, right? Mm. So I listen to things like Keith and the Girl, for example, or, you know, that have been running for a long time. And people will check in with them every now and again and just say, just to let you know that while this was happening to you, this was happening to me. That meant something to me because of this. And I find it really interesting because we're sitting here, you and I yep. spend a lot of time. In this studio, kind of m- messing about, making each other laugh, sometimes making each other cry, all that kind of stuff, right? And you can kind of forget. No, you can't You can't imagine what other people are doing while they're no. listening. Yeah. Some of them are
1: perverts, obviously. That but... was a bit of Hoochie Coochie Mama going <laughs> on. <around>. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Two of the sexiest voices on the radio.
4: But. But also people are living their lives and like making decisions. You know things are changing around them, and um, maybe they use the show for a bit of consistency. I don't know. But they only they can tell us that. And yeah, like, that's why I'm interested in. to slow in. them down. God, yeah. Thinking
1: Just of you to hold, delay. Uh, no, we won't talk about. It. I was to talk about it. We've become obsessed with the new show, Sex Clinic, uh-huh. which is horrible, and I can't quite work it out. It's all young people, and basically they're going in saying, "I've got knob um, rock, and they—it's disgusting. Basically, they just uh, get tested for STIs. Yeah,
4: but also they spend half of the show boasting about all their conquests. and oh, now They don't really care about the people they're doing it with. Because the girls
1: are all slags. They don't say the word slags, but they say, call them easy.
4: One of them did say easy, yeah. Yeah. Or you know, I know that they're not—they're not the girlfriend kind. I just love them and really, all that kind of stuff. You know, stuff that we thought maybe yeah. we left behind. Yeah,
1: it's 100%. But I can't, if anyone, um, the reason I'm saying this, because if anyone knows this, and we'll open the lines up to everyone now, thank you for your patience, regulars, but you can call in now, about anything. But if anyone knows how it works, I can't work out how it works. It's a mixture of young people. I'm saying they're all between sort of 18 and 25. Yeah. So a couple of the women have been very beautiful, but generally, they're normal people, let's say. Normal, if slightly extreme People and By that, I mean there was a gentleman with... We've had two gentlemen with tattoos all over their face. I would call that extreme. I don't know if you would these days. Um, but I can't work out why they're on there. But a lot of them are saying, well, I normally get checked out every six months or I haven't been checked out for a year, so I'm coming here. Why are you going on a TV yeah. programme being checked out? My suspicion is... That... Why did you just rustle up some paper? I don't know. I grabbed it and so throw it in the bin. My, su- my suspicion reflex. is... <laughs> They're getting
4: paid. They must be, right? Because in those shows, like Pimple Popper and stuff, the yeah. reason why people are going and showing the thing that they've been most ashamed of for most for a big part of their lives is because they can't get yeah. the healthcare, right? In the states, they can't afford it, and she, I presume, covers the cost of it for the sake of the yeah, program. yeah,
1: yeah. And they probably get put up in a hotel. But why and... would
4: you go and get your? I mean, in a lot of cases, quite manky. Genitals out for a television program. Not in
1: our cases, in their cases.
4: In in some cases, yeah. Um, On this program. If
1: anyone knows, I mean, you're the sort type of listener where you probably know one of the people that's been on there. Did they get paid? I'm guessing about a grand. I have no idea. I'm guessing. I'd love to know if you've worked on the show. If you know someone who's been on the show, why the hell? Are they doing it?
4: If it was just to go on and boast that you've had 60 girls in the last two weeks, right, I would get why people might do it for free. They can put a link on Twitter. <laughs> Be the big guy. But if then they get out their penis, which is, you know...
1: Got cottage cheese coming out of it, which one of them did.
4: A right old disgrace, and then it transpires you've never washed it. Why would you do that? Oh,
1: 0344. Four, four, nine, nine, the switchboard is open to everybody now new callers if you called up in the last two hours you're welcome to call back we don't normally allow double bubble but i will tonight regular callers whatever you fancy thank you for your patience you are all welcome the late night alternative ian and kath weeknights from 10 on talk radio the late night alternative with Ian Lee
0: on talk radio
4: we have ways of making you talk
1: My bust. I must, I must improve my bust. I must, I must improve my bust. That's it's working. I must, I must Woo. improve my bust. I must, I must... Improve my
4: bust. That, my friend, is a killer rack.
1: What was supposed... To, something was supposed to happen at midnight. Are we... Have we... Have we? Hang on a second. Does oh, anyone feel different? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I think... Let's... I think I can get an update on on what happened. They've cancelled Brexit. Okay, that's that done. What was supposed... Something was supposed to happen at midnight. Why were they all saying midnight, midnight, midnight? Has it happened? Midnight. Oh, 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 why would you do that? <laughs> Cottage cheese coming out the end all of... All right! Touché. That midnight thing is. Regular listeners will know, and I'm not even going to explain it because right. that's actually All horrible. Right. That's horrific. All right. All right. Um, what was supposed to happen, producer, who's supposed to be keeping an eye on the news?
4: They were supposed to have. It was the deadline for them. Go on. Say it. Approaching the European Union with some kind of deal, wasn't it? Say it. I'm not saying it. What do you want me to say? I don't know.
1: Um. What, but what was it? Sorry, I'm distracted there because Shane Ritchie's just tweeted. Uh, Shane, oh. I hope you're enjoying the show tonight. You I would start po- waving your blue be, tick be, about, be qui- it'll be all over be you. Be quiet. Be quiet. Shane, I apologise. I know you've tuned in because you want the latest on what's happening in the whole Brexit situation. Um, by the way, how does Shane Ritchie get a gig? You know he's got a new show on Channel 5? Tell <laughs> You're such a twonk. Um, Shane Ritchie goes caravanning. Sweet. Well, that's a sweet gig, man. Yes. Hey, what about Ian Lee goes cruising? Okay. In a boat. Okay. Or, I don't care. Shane Ritchie goes caravanning. Yeah, what about Shane Ritchie goes caravanning and he puts up some of his mates instead of his kids in the caravans? Come on! Thank you, Shane. I want to come and see. He's doing, um, The Comedian. What's he called? He's not called The Comedian.
4: The Entertainer. Thank you. See, I know Shane. Sorry, <me>.
1: He's doing the entertainer. He's coming to London at some point. We should go and see it. He, he t- it's um, It sounds really good. It's a great play anyway. And they've got the way,
4: of they've done it.
1: They've dragged it kicking and screaming into the early 80s. Oh, it sounds uh, great. It's getting great reviews all over the country, you know? So that's great. Thanks very much indeed. Do we know what's happened in Europe? I'm looking. Okay. I don't like your tone. Uh, good. Let's go to. Oh, it's our Tommy. Good evening, Tommy.
14: What are you? Are you on speakerphone, Tommy? Well, yeah, I was just in the kitchen then. I was celebrating. Remember, it's HAPPY BIRTHDAY! birthday. Hey.
1: HAPPY BIRTHDAY! Hey. IT'S TOMMY'S birthday. BIRTHDAY!
4: HAPPY BIRTHDAY! Birthday today! Woo!
14: Thank you, old man.
4: 68. Yeah,
14: I know, yeah. 60. Well, I could tell everyone I'm only 40, yeah. People think I am, but there you go. No, goes.
1: no, mate. Once you get to 60, that's it. It's game over. Y-
4: you sound it now, mate.
1: But you, you, when you phoned up, you sounded in your early 40s. Now, just 20 minutes later, you sound
14: 60. No, definitely. I'm, uh, I feel about, I think I'm about 15, actually. <laughs> God, blimey.
1: I, I would hate to be 15 again. <laughs> that well, was I a confusing, energy, horny time. It was horrible. <laughs>
14: The energy of a 15-year-old, if you know what I mean. Well,
1: what can we do for you th- now, Tom?
14: Well, I thought I'd ring up anyway, because you said you could do double bubble with yeah, You double season, bubble tonight,
1: of course you can.
14: And I thought it was my 60th birthday, I'm sat here on my own, so I thought, well, yeah, I, I might as well just ring you up and chat and see what you want to talk I about. I think we've sold a couple of copies of your book tonight. Well, that sounds good. It has been selling quite well, actually, word of mouth. but yeah. There's quite a few interviews coming up in who the Who are you doing interviews months.
1: with? You mentioned the interviews, who are they with?
14: There's um, Sean, Sean Atwood, he does a podcast yeah. that, that he does all through crime. I'm doing one with him in December. Beautiful. I'm doing um, one with The Guardian. I'm doing a couple, my publishers, are, are, because, I, because I've been in hospital, I had this bypass. The book came out on the 22nd. Four days later, I ended up in the hospital. So literally, I, I've been on the South Coast recuperating. I've just come back two or three days ago. So everything got put on a hold, so it's all getting rearranged now. Yeah. So, (coughs) through the publisher, so I'm waiting for the itinerary, basically, to come through. Okay,
1: all right, all right.
14: How long did it take you to write? Because I've
1: I've spent five years trying to write a book, and in the five years I got 30,000 words and rejections. Left, right, and centre.
14: Let me tell you a story. I I did this 11 days, yeah. It, I, I wrote it 11 days and I edited it in about a year and a half. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I just I, I I just went on a, I just stayed up for virtually not well, quite 11 days writing can, writing can writing, I ask, writing.
1: Can I ask a question? Yeah. How did how did you stay up for 11 days?
14: Well, that's another question. With lots of coffee. Okay, hey, coffee. Of, okay. Good. Yeah, I'm glad it's
1: that sea and not the other sea.
14: Yeah, no, it, it just I was so excited to write it, I just yeah. couldn't. I was literally writing, 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 falling asleep, waking up, writing, writing. And then it took me a year and a half to edit it. (laughs) So, yeah, it it wasn't as, uh, and obviously I had to rewrite it. And then how did you sell it? How
1: did you get a publisher? Did you just, just email it to one and they went, yeah, we'll do it?
14: Well, I sent it to a couple, and a couple of them got back to me, and and, and um, New Haven was offering the best deal, and I thought I'll go with them. Yeah, Jamie's so Jamie's just, just tweeted I, me.
1: Jamie's bought a copy of the book. Look, there you go. You sold you sold at least one tonight.
14: Okay, wicked. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm not really. Yeah, it, 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 as I say, when the fire happened, I thought I've got to write this story. If, if I'd, I'd been thinking about it for 20 years, and I just. And that motivated me to write it. And I'm now writing a sequel and I'm also working on a fiction. So it's keeping me occupied, if nothing else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And can I I ask you a personal question?
14: You can, yeah.
1: When was the last time you you broke a serious law? And I put the word serious in there because I'm not including speeding or littering or something. When was the last time you broke a, in inverted commas, proper law?
14: I'd say about, I mean, you know, I've, I've never done anything, I've never, you know, I'd say about 20 years ago. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was it yeah, easy the I, to stop? I wasn't there, I wasn't there, I, I can't explain it, I just, I had such a mad childhood that I just ran wild. Yeah. You no know, parental guidance, I wasn't really, but I did, pass my 11 plus, and I did have a bit of intelligence to think I've got to stop this, and I, yeah, I moved to London a long time ago, and you know, I did kind of try to better myself. Yeah. Well, so, was it was it
1: easy to stop? Was it or was it difficult? Like giving up cigarettes, knowing you had to do it, but actually, it, it, you I kept getting a bit of an itch.
14: I mean, trying, to me was more fun and adventure. I yeah. was never really motivated by money. It was all, it was just, it was more teenage rebellion at the beginning. And then when I got involved in the music business, this went hand in hand with the drugs and this is how I ended up going to Jamaica because I went there a few times and that one thing led to another. I I, I went, i traveled around the world for about 12 years. I went everywhere. I I was making money. I, I, I don't know. I was living in another, I don't know. I don't know. I was just living in another, another dimension. Yeah, I'm back down to earth now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. who's coming round for your birthday at the weekend?
14: A friend of mine from Eastbourne, I've not seen him since I lived in Thailand, which is probably twenty-five years ago. Yeah. And he's, he's read my book and he's, he's kind of, he's jogged his memory to, oh, come on, I'll come up and see you, Tommy, so Spose- I'm looking to seeing Tommy,
1: supposing he comes round? Yeah. And he says, Tom. Yeah. I got the perfect job for both of us, just one more job and this will set us up for life.
14: Well, I'll tell you what, he's he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Tyler. He's, a, he's a, a fantastic Tyler. He makes really good money, so he's not a criminal. Oh, okay, fine. All right. So the job would
4: be, you know, elaborate <laughs> and well ladder.
1: done.
4: <laughs> Hold the ladder for <laughs> me. <laughs> what do you do now, Tom? Well, from, from, back
1: from back back near back death I... Apart from having near-death experiences, don't do that I, again.
14: Well, I'm still a promoter. I promote a Monday night at the Mau Mau Bar on Portobello Road, which I've been working at the Mau Mau Bar on and off for the last 15 years. Yeah. Just promoting, and um, I was managing bands, but I stopped managing the bands when, you know, it just got too hectic. But one of them's going to Japan tomorrow, they're called Beautiful. Smiley and young, the Underclass, they're going there on three weeks So Beautiful. I, it's good watching, you know, young, creative kids who, not re- you know, are not famous. Hopefully one day maybe they'll get there. You know the excitement. The thrill but certainly, of the also
1: enjoying it. The, you know, the, the, it's the dream of a lot of young bands. Go to Japan for three weeks and do some concerts. I mean, that's that's <laughs> amazing. That's that's the experience.
14: They're a good band as well. They're they're a, they're a multicultural band and they're kind of they're young and they're, they've got a message. You know, they yeah, they're, they've got a song called "It's All England." You know, they're good. They're you know really good band. I mean, whether they're going to be commercially viable, they're not singing pop music, it's a long, you know, it, have a listen to him anyway, Smiling in the Underclass, All you right. know, one time.
1: Tom, listen, um there we go, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him, yeah. Uh d- nice to talk to you, mate, thank you so much, again, best luck with oh. the book, get, d- stop,
14: oh. you're not smoking, are you? Uh, no, no, I gave up last year. Good, All right.
1: good, alright, keep off the fags, man, we don't, we don't want another heart attack or anything like that. No,
14: me neither. Take <laughs> yeah.
1: it easy, meditate, do you meditate?
14: Well, I've actually been thinking about doing yoga, actually. Okay. Oh, yeah. that would yeah, be good. You know, I, I live right next door to the Sikh temple here, and they do uh, yoga on a Monday, so when I'm a little bit better, I'm gonna go down there and do yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Get in there, man. Also, the, you, get, you get the best food at a Sikh temple. You get the <laughs> well, best food. Well, you do, actually. I've been yeah. in there quite a few yeah. times. Yeah, we used to. I grew up in Slough, loads free. of Sikh temples. The best food. They do, yeah, and it's
14: free. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> they do it all for the homeless. So, you they know... Do they do it do for anyone if you just go in, you oh, know. Oh, do they?
1: Know. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I was nicking yeah. homeless. I wasn't nicking. <laughs> Tommy, really nice oh. to talk to you mate. I'm so glad we've made contact and we'll speak again.
14: Okay then, nice one, bye. Happy See birthday, you Tommy. Take care, Tommy. Thank you very much. Happy bye. birthday. I like
1: that. What a character. In as much as a life led, you know. Marcus, stay there. You're next. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Lines are open to anyone now. If you've called in before, you're welcome. If you've never called in, you're doubly welcome. This is Talk Radio.
0: After hours amusement
1: for anarchists,
0: air hostesses and jet lagged antipodes. Good night, Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
12: I'm 344-499-1000. four four four
1: four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Marcus. Good evening Marcus.
12: Hello Ian. Hi Calf, how are you doing guys?
1: Hi
4: Marcus. What have you got for us?
12: That was a fa- that was a fantastic hour of radio by the way. I'm definitely gonna be reading uh, Nightmare in Jamaica. That was that was great. That sounds alright, <laughs> doesn't it?
1: That, that bug's lived a life, definitely.
12: Really is, yeah. I keep missing your show. I'm I'm generally spent by nine thirty. And I keep waking up at 1.30 and I miss the show every time. deliberately, it's
1: deliberately, them, yeah. it's deliberately <laughs> avoiding the Absolutely. best show on the radio for the crap that's either side Absolutely of it. Absolute rubbish. How come you're so I'm tired, gonna... Marcus? What are you doing?
12: <laughs> well, I've, I've got five hours, I've got six and seven hours of German music and then uh, huh? I had the, the first Love album and then a little bit of Beatles and uh, enough alcohol, I'm done. I thought you were <laughs> working. You're just listening
1: to um, Krautrock. And, um, <laughs> love.
12: I mean, how, how, long, how long can we call it I, I refuse to call it Clark Rock. It's, it's uh, yeah. Well, that exactly. just
1: means any 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 German band, really. That's it's, very it's, generic.
12: It's,
1: it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. <laughs> but, 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 um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let, oh let me God. play something. No, 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 I want this guy. Uh, go, uh, on, go on, go on, go on, you to You're going to join me in something. Hang on, I've just got,
14: yes, I've got man. so many
1: Yeah, son, you know where it's going as well. I got not really Yes, you I mean, do. Yes, you do. I'm here we go. No, you you, no, go, you go, he's going and you're, you're joining in, OK? Right, hang on a minute. OK, OK. Um, here we go. Here we go. This is for Marcus. Oh, my antici- anticipation. Here we go, Marcus. <laughs> right, here we go. Here we go. It's an advert! Damn it's an advert! And then I want oh, you to yeah. take over. Here we go, forget yeah, the advert. Man, come on, you? Here we go, here we go.
12: Oh, no. Yes, ma'am. It's oh. the first love album. Track one.
1: Oh, Yeah, oh, baby. Sing it, Marcus. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage oh, singing track one of the first love album, Marcus. my oh, oh,
12: oh, little red book, just <coughs> sure <coughs>
3: oh, to oh, no. oh. see Sing it, baby. Oh. Sing it.
10: Oh,
12: you know, <laughs> And this as I held
1: them, all oh the day was talk about ya. Oh Hear your name out, I start to cry. There's just no getting oh. over you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my God. no. Oh. <laughs> what a song, man. Oh. What a song, Marcus.
12: Oh, no. What a Can song. Up until six months ago I'd never heard this song or this album. <laughs> that song yeah. and message for pretty Oh, oh my god. Oh, and now I've good. got the original first pressing on mono. Are you joking oh, me, Ian? Oh. oh my god. Oh god, I'm loosening my belt as we oh, speak. I'm going, I'm not
1: okay. going.
12: No. <laughs> oh baby. Ian. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um <laughs> The, the version of Littlest Hobo theme is that the version from the original TV show? Because it sounds like a different version to me. What? It's one of them. It's mm-hmm. a flat. We got a flat <laughs> earther. <laughs> this, oh, was oh, all,
10: exactly. this was all.
12: This was all the long game. We're yeah. talking there's about transvestism no, tonight. I'm talking about... There's no
1: right. The Littlest Hobo. The song is called The Littlest Hobo.
12: Um, there's, a, poem, brackets, there's, there's a, a, a voice. I don't even know the word, there's a place, there place, what's the lyrics? Yeah, there? exactly, you don't know there is
1: no, <laughs> can I say this, can I just say this once and <laughs> for all, right? This is, I think this is on a 4chan site or something, or Reddit or something. Mm-hmm. Let's troll the guy from the jungle who stole the strawberries <laughs> and for pre- <laughs> everyone phone up and pretend, Shut <laughs> face. Oh. Everyone phone up and pretend there was a TV series called The Littlest Hobo. Don't, don't there's tell me, Marcus, it's about, dog, me. it's about a dog,
12: it's about a dog that's... That's where I'll always be. Every time I d- I'm, I'm terrible with lyrics, I'm amazing with with tunes. But he's da- 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 amazing with tunes. Yeah, but da- 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 it's da- da. the most be- it's the most beautiful yeah. song don't, that's ever don't, been don't written. Don't tell but me, Marcus. I'm sure it's, it's not the right version. It's a TV
1: show about a dog that goes around solving crimes, right?
4: <laughs> and, and, and soiling the pavement. <laughs> There's no <laughs> such
1: oh, no. program.
12: It's just a song. It's so beautiful, isn't it? It's a great it,
1: song. It's a beautiful it, song.
12: Oh, no, it's beautiful, man. It's lovely, man. But is it the right version? It, it's the it version. Seems, it's the song. It seems like a, a re-recording. It's the and song. Uh, it, but it seems like a re-recording, and I'm so anal about these things.
1: You're anal about dogs?
12: I, oh, I uh, I'm really, at the moment, I'm really into Roy Orbison, In Dreams. And the first one that comes up is definitely a re, it's a remastering or a re-recording and it's not right. So I, I, Dreams Mono, and I I'll get it. bought it's an original single and it's beautiful. A candy clown, they call the Sandman. man. <laughs> I, so I, I phoned in today to apologise and thank you guys for I phoned in last Thursday maybe with a stream of consciousness. And uh, a very self-indulgent, and I let out a little swear. I said LBC. Can I apologise? Um, yeah. Am I, sh- am I am I am on the radio? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're just, just,
4: we're just waiting yeah. for the end of the sentence.
12: <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> <laughs> you a um, Fantastic Arab radio. The last I'm definitely going to be buying. Have I said this before? I'm definitely yep. gonna be buying. Uh, Thank you for your call, Marcus. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's right.
4: that time of the night. You got
1: to be careful. I bought a Supremes Greatest Hits. Uh for a quid in a charity shop and um, I thought quid for the Supremes greatest hits great I'll have that and I put it in I thought this doesn't sound quite oh it doesn't sound
3: quite right
5: it's the
1: Supremes re-recorded by some of the Supremes I think Blank, 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 blank. That, that
4: backing track sounds like the thing you can yeah. download, like karaoke.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: Someone said, listen, we're going to get the old band back together. Well, well, some of them. But we don't need to pay any actual musicians. We'll just download this. It's uh, fine. It's like, this is technology. No one go. will notice. Here we go. Here we
1: Here's another one from the album. Oh, Blink, 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 blink. There we go. That, oh was, it. I need love that was it. That was hitting The brass stuff Oh. <laughs> I
5: need love,
4: love to ease my mind. It's I just so... It's, you uh, covered their costs. <laughs> you know what? I
1: paid a pound, and I drove from the charity shop down to Tesco. When I got to Tesco, I put it in the bin. Oh. I really did. It's rubbish. This is sub-Nicky Knowles, this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the
1: Nicky Knowles album's better than this.
4: Surely, with uh, Christmas coming up, we should be getting the difficult second album from Nicky Knowles. <laughs>
1: Isn't that sad.
4: It, do you know what's really Good sad? Good for
1: them, though, for trying to <laughs> earn a few quid. They're
4: know? really talented women.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go to oh, show the Supreme. Sup- how many Supremes were there in the end? Five? May have been six. They might have got rid of all of them at one point. Mm-hmm. But, Diana Ross to one side. Obs. Five or six. And all treated abysmally because. Diana Ross was Barry Gordy's um, plaything, kind of, you know, his his project. So the Supremes are treated terribly, terribly, terribly.
4: But You know, there's a lot of girl groups in that era who were basically told, well, you're lucky to be here and I can get... There's ten more girls yeah. around the corner if the, if you can't deal with this. Ronnie Spector told us when we interviewed her oh, that darling. she is the voice on a lot of Darlene Love yeah, songs. Yeah, you yeah. You know, Darlene Love was just a face on a record for yeah, some of them. And, yeah. and I'm sure... Darlene love's voice was used on other other women's records who's um who's
1: all i read a book about was it one of the supremes the supreme it was it wasn't about motown i don't think it may have been about one of the supremes Uh, uh, it may have been about diana ross i don't know Uh, and there was one in particular whose name i cannot remember i apologize and that kind of shows who was booted out quite early on and just treated, treated, oh, she's gone, she was really upset that Diana, you know, became, went from the Supremes to Diana Ross and the Supremes to, uh, just her being booted out and, yeah. and people in Motown were not allowed to talk to her again. It's just awful, awful.
4: Meanwhile, Mary Wilson carried on all the way through the Supremes and isn't half as famous as Diana Ross.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, 0344 Thousand. Someone wants the book is just by just Tommy Nightmare in Jamaica. Someone's just asking me. If you Google, if you go to Amazon, Nightmare in Jamaica, uh, you can get it uh, there. What's that? Let's do that horrible story.
4: Oh my god! This what...
1: is this is. Uh, we kind of touched on these stories a couple of weeks ago, and I don't in any way want to make light of the suffering. that... You will hear about. Doesn't go into much detail actually, but we will we'll certainly hear about over the coming weeks yeah. as the story unfolds. I don't want to make light of it, but but is the wrong word. I don't want. To, I will not make light of the suffering. I am, however, fascinated by the stories of people who are held in basements or kidnapped for years, sometimes decades. Natasha Campouche mm. uh, is one. She ended up. Um, sort of having a relationship with the person that kept her uh, 9,875 days, because that's the title of the book. I can't remember what that works out as. And she ended up buying the house that she'd been held prisoner in. Um, the the Fritzel uh, family. The Fritzls, the Fritzls. Uh, and there are so many others. And I find it fascinating really fat there was one in britain recently whose her father was a marxist cult leader and she escaped i think by jumping out of a window after 13 years or something uh, anyway i find these stories fascinating partly because of their horror yeah so go on Catherine. you found this That's well, the
4: thing it's, it's horrifying yeah. that people can be in that situation where they desperately need rescuing for years and years, and nobody notices. That's the thing, I think, yeah, that yeah. we're all living our lives thinking that we live in a super-organised, civilised yeah. society. Meanwhile, this kind of stuff is going on yeah. right under our noses yeah, in some cool. cases. Um This is from Reuters. Six young adults and their father were receiving medical treatment on Tuesday, October 15th, after Dutch police acting on a tip-off discovered them locked away in a secret room at an isolated farm, officials in the Netherlands said... The six, aged 18 to 25, and their ailing father were found near Ruinerwald, a village in the northern prov- province of Drenthe. Local mayor Roger de Groot said they had apparently had no contact with the outside world for nine years. De Groot said a 58-year-old man, not the father of the children, was arrested at the farm and his role was unclear. Um, this is a quote directly from the mayor. As far as I know... Their mother died before they arrived there, he said. Police found makeshift living quarters where the family was living in hiding. The family, who according to local news reports had been waiting for the end of time, was discovered after one of the siblings escaped and sought help at a nearby cafe.
1: try listening to Julia Hartley Brewer if you want to speed up the end of time.
4: An employee at the cafe... Cat laughed. And didn't. An employee at the cafe told RTV Drentha one of the family members, a 25-year-old man, had come in looking scruffy and bewildered with long hair and said he'd not been outside for nine years. You could see he had no idea where he was or what he was doing, the cafe owner Chris Westerbeek told the broadcaster. He said he'd run away and that he urgently needed help. The siblings and their father, who was reportedly bedridden after a stroke... We're receiving treatment at an undisclosed location, the mayor said. I understand there are a lot of questions, De Groot said. We have many too. The police are investigating all possible scenarios.
1: Now, it's not a huge story over here. And because it's not American, it won't be a particularly huge story. So, Catherine, can I um ask you to keep an eye on that Mm -hmm. but we're not in tomorrow night we're we're taking the night off going to go and see a show going to go and see mark lewis and talk about the beatles at the high wycombe swan see you there maybe it's more of
4: a lecture than a show it is a
1: lecture yeah i can't wait can't wait um but we're back thursday and friday then we're off next week but if you could keep an eye on that yeah because i think that's going to be one that isn't going to get we might get a little burst of coverage in the next day or two and then that'll be it um But I'm just keen to know... Of course, in my head, I'm making up all kinds of sexual things and... Rape and all kinds of horrible, horrible things. Um, I I, I just... I I read the book... One of the books about Fritzl. And his daughter was in... She was in there for like 27 years. In the basement under the house. And towards the end like the last five or six years he would let her up into the house and but was was, was in the face, and didn't she how she had something like I want to say eight kids by him eight seems it, it, it's a lot eight seems a lot and the way eight can't be right um seven children seven
4: and the way he would get Three of them remained in captivity with their mother. One had died days after birth.
1: Yeah, the others, he would um, plonk the baby out on the doorstep with a note, supposedly from the daughter, whose Elizabeth. name I can't remember, Elizabeth. And he'd go, oh, the, the, the slag has left another baby for us, you know, we'll take it in and raise it as our own. And and the only way she got free, I think it was 27 years, was... 24, she, 24. She got really ill. I think one of the, no, one of the kids got really ill and he had to take her and the, his daughter, the kid's mother, his grand, his daughter and his granddaughter, the same person, he had to take them to the hospital and she refused to say anything bad about her father and someone went, Someone recognized that there was something not quite right, and the police came and um, because he 'd said that she 'd run off to a cult or something and uh, and eventually a, a canny doctor and a canny copper put it all together and managed to arrest him yeah. and find out what what had gone on. The doctor
4: tipped off the police Incredi- she she wouldn 't speak until she was assured that she would never have to see him again
1: yeah it 's an incredible story, and then someone sent me a link for the um Marxist uh, um, cult in Lambeth in South London thank you Anthony what world I find it fascinating I guess it's a ghoulish kind of kind of thing it, 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 I, I certainly don't read those stories with glee no. there's no pleasure in reading them I guess I'm fascinated by the, the depravity of the human mind in, in the, the, the person who's committed the crime and also the determination It's not even determination in some instances. It's not, one day I will escape. You know, Fritzl's daughter resigned herself to the fact she was going to be in this damp basement forever. Natasha Campuch had resigned herself to the fact she was going to be in this house forever. It's the way they are able to to change their brain to thinking, okay, this is it. How do we survive this?
4: Because I would imagine in those scenarios, hope would be a torture.
1: Yeah. Fritzl's daughter stayed alive for the kids. Yeah. That was why she stayed alive, God to imagine. look after the kids. I mean, imagine. and, and, and the, the sexual abuse, the rape, the violent rape that she... This is not the fun topic we were expecting, but the violent rape that she went through from her own father, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's not a story for the faint-hearted, but it's an incredible story of endurance. That's what it is. It is an incredible story of endurance and wanting to protect your own children even though your parents are causing nothing but harm, yeah. it's 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 incredible. Let's have a quick break. Uh, no, have we done the? We do the twenty two. Let's do the twenty two, Alex. We should have a little breather after that before we. Um, uh, Eddie, what are you talking about? Eddie says it because it didn't happen in America. Yeah, Eddie, because it's because we get all of our stories from America. That's what I'm talking about. You absolute prune. Oh, 034. We don't really follow stories in the continent. We follow stories from America. There you go. Does that does that answer your question? Thank you. Go away. Oh, 03444991000. Four, this is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, even more, the unpredictable, What's
0: up to me? and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee, the late night alternative with Ian Lee.
9: I've got no internet for the last four days.
1: On Talk Radio. Oh, Anthony, thank you. He sent me a documentary about the, uh, the, uh, Marxist cult. Um, oh, let me open that up in a window and that's tomorrow sorted. Thank you. Coming to meet your cat tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
4: yes, man. Yeah,
1: don't steal her. Mm, cannot wait. Don't let him in. Don't let him in. Can't wait to meet your cat. Very, very thrilled. Oh, three, four, four. Uh, baffled onlooker says, makes me ashamed to be a man. Hashtag Fritzel.
4: Yeah. Huh? Well, that kind of behaviour from a bloke makes oh, it me it make Well, well he, no, that,
1: that's how you feel. That's how you feel. I don't, make think Fritzel,
4: I don't think Fritzl's got anything to do with being a man.
1: Fritzl doesn't, you make, makes me ashamed to be a human. makes me ashamed to be a dad. Makes, it doesn't make me ashamed of anything. It makes me disgusted that someone could do that. But I don't, and certainly, in any way, because I have a penis. I'm not saying that flippantly, but connect myself with him on any level whatsoever. Yeah. But that's how you feel, and I respect that that's how you feel. Here's friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen. What do you hate, man? We don't hate you, Alistair. We love you. Hey, guys. Hey, how, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry, that was a big build-up, and then... there's the, timid very timid pause. <laughs> timid. How you
2: doing, man? You right. I was just surprised. <laughs>
1: do you remember saying that?
2: I do, and uh, actually I was wondering whether that could be deleted. Yeah, it, let me it, click
1: on it. I'm going to click on it. Here we go. Hang on a second. It's gone. It doesn't exist oh. anymore. It doesn't exist I do. anymore.
2: I hope I didn't embarrass <laughs> you by playing so, it. No, that no, wasn't my intention, it's No, gone. no, no, no. I've, I've heard you play it before. I've kind of, well, I, I always kind of... Okay, oh my God, what a horrible bloke
1: I was. No, no, Um, no, 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 alcohol made you, brought out, alcohol made you horrible, but can I just say, well done for asking for that to be deleted, because that's quite a a bold thing, I think, that's quite a brave thing to say.
2: Normally you don't delete, do you, when people ask? It's gone,
1: it does, I have no way of getting that back anymore, it's gone. So thank you for asking.
2: Yeah. There you go. thank you for, thank you for doing it. Thank you for getting sober, man,
1: and staying sober, I mean that.
2: Well, I, well, you know, I think that
1: you're great. You're, here's, here's, you're one one I'm never, here's one I'm never going to delete.
4: Aren't well, your balls yeah. normally held back by your willow? Oh, yeah, please, one is, come on. No, that one's staying. That one is staying. Those were dark days. Don't be so silly, Cat. Right? please.
2: No, yeah, stay in there. Hairy <laughs> balls, that's all I can say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's silly this program, and it's silly. Yeah, good. Alistair, <laughs> oh. what hey, can we do for you? For the,
2: uh, I was ringing up to so say I had excellent uh, calls tonight. Uh, they good? From new people. Kath, I on a bit. Uh, Kath
1: showing off her, her guns.
4: I am. I went to the gym today. She's can doing you doing the muscles? <laughs> no, I can't. I added some extra weights, thinking, right, let's see what this does because the other stuff went not working. Oh. Catherine, I'm pumped. Catherine, Alice pouring his heart out to us, and you're you're. I was just flexing. You have to draw attention to it. I, I nearly said winking off. <laughs> I nearly said in your back. Wha- I nearly
3: said
2: that. Hey, don't <laughs> 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 I'm I oh, no. apologise. I reminded me of something. Oh God, I, I, I was looking at the Twitter feed, almost into the show, yeah. and all of a sudden there was this guy saying that. Masturbation, oh. too much of it is bad for you. No, no, it's good for you. It, it helps
1: I relieve mean, the if prostate. If it
4: stops you like washing and stuff. No,
1: yeah. it, it's it, it relieves <laughs> the prostate. Yeah,
2: I don't it, know. He says that it's like an addiction, and, and like any other addiction. Oh, hang on, really hang on a minute.
1: Hang Wh- on a minute. Who who has been saying? Who's this? Is it what's the guy's name? The incel guy, incest. Inc- somebody. I can't Who's remember, the incel guy? I can't remember. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? The, the, oh, the, the, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Is it Jordan Peterson? I don't know. Stay well clear, Alistair. <laughs> stay well clear. You're yeah, better than that. Yeah, it can be addictive. Stay well clear of your penis. Stay away, stay away from any of that. Stay away from that stuff. That is dangerous, dangerous stuff, right? Um, yeah. You know, sex can be addictive. Foods is addictive. Games are Films, all this stuff can be addictive. But you know, health—it's it's, it's physically it's healthy for you to clean out the pipes every once in a while. It's good for your prostate. I think it's your prostate. It's good for something. It relieves pressure. That's not. Cats Ooh. laughing. That's I know, true. I know
4: it is, but I think you know uh, if if yeah, that's when all you. Yeah, I ask you to h- help
1: me. <laughs> You call HR.
4: If that's all you're doing all day long and it's getting <laughs> in the way of your life, then you might have a problem. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Also, uh, we all know it'll fall off.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking forward to not doing it all day long when oh. I get a job.
4: <laughs> oh, right. That's the only thing that's going <laughs> to stop you, is it? Oh,
2: Alistair, mate. Flipping eh? it's a bit. No, God, I it's cheesy. I'm, I'm just being... Facetious. Just, no, I don't.
4: He's just doing just, a little joke, a little sexy joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> rolling at night, that'll do. Anyway. Um... Okay. Right. In, I can't be, be these days. days. <laughs> I,
1: honestly, I started one the other night and I just thought... You started one! I did. And the other night I just thought... Oh, do you know what? I can't be bothered. I'm going to go to sleep. We'll, we'll talk about this in the morning. Oh, i do that. Yeah. You know, no, for God's
4: God sake, oh. you again.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the show that keeps Shane Ritchie sane,
2: my God. <laughs> <laughs> what have you called it for, please? Right, yeah. Well, you might be interested in this, or you might think, well, this subject's been done to death, I don't know. Have okay. about his penis played? penis again. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs>
1: right. oh, sorry, I missed that. I said you're talking about your penis
4: again. You might be interested in this, or you might think it's been done to death.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> enough. That was another little <laughs> sexy oh, joke. Come <laughs> on. Come on, guys, please, everybody. I'm sorry, <laughs> Alistair.
4: Serious faces. Okay. Here we go.
2: It's not go. you, it's Catherine. Settle down, <laughs> Catherine, please. Um, <laughs>
1: oh, I've wanted to say that for so long, but I'm not allowed to contractually.
2: <laughs> yes, Alistair. Right, well, <laughs> I got my copy of the LP, Abbey Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New, new release. Um, oh, it's been out a while. I, Shut up. Huh? 50 years. is re- re- realistic. Go I on. Know, I Shush. Know. And I played, uh, played it through. Yeah. And then I listened to it on uh, streaming oh, yeah. to see if there's any, any difference. Now, I'm thinking, in that you've got loads of records and you play vinyl records.
1: I'd, do you know what? Not very often. I tend to go... I tend... If I'm at my computer, I'll play MP3s. If I'm wandering around the house, I'll put a CD on. I I don't play vinyl as much as as perhaps I give the impression I do.
2: Do you think that it it sounds better? Like, a lot of people say, oh, vinyl's the only thing and stuff. No. Or do you not?
1: No. No? No. 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 Certainly not new vinyl. New vinyl, it comes from... It doesn't... They're not doing it from the master tapes. They're doing it from WAVs. So, they're doing it from the same digital, um, source that the CDs are made of. So, instantly, you're losing a bit of the top and a little bit of the bottom. Yes. You're probably still getting more top and bottom than you will with the CDs. But you're losing a bit anyway because it's coming from a digital file, generally. Now, an old record, the original Abbey Road, I would imagine, I haven't done a comparison, I would imagine that that's got a, a, a bit more warmth to it than a brand-new vinyl reissue of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, I mean, then they're so expensive, the, the new vinyl. Well... that's, that's 25 so quid, a
1: new vinyl, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Yeah. I paid 21, I think, for it.
1: But it's beautiful. Um, the thing is, with the vinyl, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful-looking yeah. album. It's a stunning yeah. cover. The back, I think, is great. Um, it's a wonderful thing. To uh, I think people can get a little bit too hung up on, um... Sound yeah, the, the, This really, yeah. um, you know, the, the, it, actually, it's the third vinyl pressing from 1982 that really has got the, uh, well, they accidentally switched the stereo tracks on Maxwell so Silverhammer, and it really is a, ah, uh, you know, it's a great album, however you listen to it, it's a great record. Yeah,
2: the only thing difference I heard, um, I mean, I've got quite an expensive amplifier. Oh,
1: the amp is where yeah. it's at as well. The amp is um, where it's at. And,
2: The only difference was, I thought, was the streaming didn't have quite the, um, same bass quality. Are you streaming through the
1: same amp and speakers that you're playing the record through? Yeah. Okay, alright. Well, yeah, possibly. I've not even listened. I've got the Abbey Road box set. I've not listened to it. I've not listened to the full White Album box set. I'm... I'm, Sorry, the what now? uh, I'm just saying it just for shorthand. You know, I know it's called The Beatles. There's no such album as the White Album. I'm just saying it for shorthand.
4: Don't you get sucked in.
1: Um, catching these idiots out. Um, I don't know, man. I don't, I'm not I'm not an audio file in the way that some people are. I'm quite happy, you know, listening to 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 a song on tiny little tinny headphones on my iPod. I don't I don't you know. I don't. Yeah. Some people get really into the, genuinely. Well, actually, the Japanese reissues of the Beatles albums in 1987 are, are the best reissues ever, yeah. even better than the 2009 <laughs> box set remasters, because they really... Uh, so you God. know what
4: the proper name for those people is? Wankers. <laughs>
1: Shadows, yeah. Okay, okay. I bet you went there. All right, we we got
4: there. Okay, all right. Alistair,
1: anything else? You've been a very good sport tonight, and um, I I give you full permission to write a letter of complaint to Denny Denny Morris, denny.morris, at talkradio.co.uk, and title it Sack Catherine. Oh.
2: No. The only one little thing that I'll say is that we're talking about resentments quite a lot at the moment in groups because of the... uh, because I mean, one of the reasons that I used to be such a mess is that I held so many resentments. Oh
10: god, yeah.
2: They, they were eating me, eating me up, of course. So, like you suggest. Um, let's talk about them and get them out there. Yeah,
1: exactly, man. It, may, it helps, but it's it can be tricky to do. It can be oh yeah painful, yeah. and um, mm. you know you've got to do it. You've got to do it with respect to the other person. You don't. Want to go, I, I've got an aunt who's just one of those people who tells it like it is. No, you're rude and you're aggressive and you don't care about other people's feelings. And also, when people tell you like it is, you tell them to f off and don't speak to them for ten years. of hey, those kind of people. Um So, you know, but yeah, as long as you do it with respect and, and, and with with consideration for the other person's feelings, yeah, definitely, man. Get it out.
2: Absolutely. Thank um, you, Alistair. Well, thanks for so much,
1: guys. It's, it's, it's always nice to hear you, mate, and um thanks for making us laugh a lot. Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. Thanks, Ta-ta. Uh, that's a funny call, man. Funny call. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine.
4: This is a good song.
1: Yeah, thank you. Let's find someone on Periscope. We've got the last 10 minutes of the show. Let's do a Periscope love bomb. Let's do it. it. How Uh, many
4: dogs have we got left?
1: (laughs) <laughs> we got to. We, just we're checking. built we're built back up. We're built back up. Uh get your phones out, get your tablets out, get your computers out. I'm gonna find someone on Periscope, uh which is a, a you know you know what Periscope is. Uh in the last dying minutes of the show. It's been such a nice show. Let's see if we can feel selfish to hold on to this nice feeling f- just for ourselves. So let's see if we can find someone online who's streaming online who hasn't got many, if any, people following them. And let's um send them Let's send them some love. Let's tell them that, you know, we've had a great night and we're hoping that they have a great night and that we love them. Let's go to the United Kingdom. So I've got a map of the world. Um, red means that there are people live. Um, okie dokie. We don't want anyone who's going to do be a potty mouth. We might struggle. We might struggle. Let's see. Let me see. Oh, hang on. Who's Who have we got here? Who have we got? Um... Mm-mm. Bear with me, dear listener. Bear with me. These guys look fun, but they look like they might be sweary Mary's. Let's have a little look.
14: Because you used to complain about my single degree. Who has that with
1: a double sign? basically inviting you to his house. Okay, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm dubious of that. So let's try this. Oh. Got one. She's in Slough. Oh. Where I grew up. Do you think you are as lasered? I think people get
5: daily by hair laser to remove the hair.
1: No. She's talking to someone on a headphone, so we can't hear half of the conversation. Isn't um,
4: it funny some people use Periscope like WhatsApp?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've noticed a lot of that. Who's this? The person got one... But, yeah. We might not find anybody. We've only got a few minutes. Um, we might not find anybody, certainly in the United Kingdom. Let just try a little bit more in London. Just bear with me. No, we're not going to go there. No face, not going to go there. Who's this? <laughs> it's not in English, so you've you, you got to be careful. Not, not, not you know, going to be racist, but because I don't actually know what they're saying, and it could be quite offensive, and that's not what we want. All right, we're going to do something we don't normally do. This may not work. Last few minutes of the show. It's got to be worth a punt. Last few minutes of the show, we're going to go to the United States of America. Um, I've gone past it. Here it is. Let's go to America. Let's see what's happening. Got to be careful, because they're a little bit freer with the the bad language. A little bit freer with the bad language in the United States. So, basically, I'm looking at... Oh, This could be good. Uh, of course, biofuels this could be good. I've right, found it. The title. Hashtag farm life. T- 13 people watching. Right. Ride in the combine with me. Hashtag corn. Ask a farmer. Donnie Hayes. We're right. In. I'm going to tweet the link. Everything. So be nice. Be nice. nice. Now, this is live, isn't it? I think this is live. Yeah, this is live. Use the plastic, uh, industrial uses, right. oil. Right. I've sent a tweet. <laughs> I mean, For those of, of you who are not on Twitter, it should be periscope.tv, periscope.tv slash Donny Hayes. Is that going to work? D-O-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N Ie? No, that page doesn't exist. How do I get his name?
4: Donny Hayes.
1: H a y. Yeah, i just tried that. Oh, yeah. mm. Ah, Donny. Uh, Donny L. Periscope. This should be it. Periscope. Export. Dot TV slash D O N N I E L H A Y S. That should be it. Is that it? because my spelling is all to cock tonight. Jesus. Periscope.tv. We're in. Periscope.tv slash D-O-N-N-I-E-L-H-A-Y-S. I'm hoping he can see us actually. Cause he's, he's cutting the corn. He's cutting the corn. Look at that sky there. Okay. Mike. That's that's kind of why I... There he is. we got 40. He's gone from 10 viewers to 47. Periscope.tv slash D-O-N-N-I-E-L-H-A-Y-S. Yeah. Uh, I haven't Hi, from the I'm UK. Get closer something. to the mic. I'm sorry.
10: What's up, Scotland?
1: Oh, it's tough to hear him. He's moved it. You're on UK Radio.
10: What's
1: up, 67 people watching. I'm going to call him.
5: I'm on UK Radio.
1: Yes, you are on UK Radio, Donny. I'm joining him. Here we go. Periscope.tv/slash Donny L Hayes. What's going on? Hey, Donnie. How you doing, man? What did I win? You're like, you don't, you just win our love and respect, brother.
3: Oh, that's great.
1: You're live on UK Radio. We just saw you and it looks beautiful there. Where are you? I'm in northeast Missouri
14: in the United States.
1: What time is it, man? It, look- it looks like dawn. I know, it's-
15: but it's
1: evening. Oh, it's evening. Look, it's the other way around. Look at that scenery. It's beautiful.
15: Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Why are you Why are you streaming this, Donnie? Oh,
15: I'm just trying to get my story out about how I raise food for my family and for everyone around
1: the world. Listen, dude, we're coming to the end of our show. We're going to check in with you again at some point. Thank you for being such a good sport. Some of my viewers, my listeners, are going to stay there watching. Um, we'll get you on again another night, and we'll have a proper chat because it looks beautiful there, and I got a lot of respect. For an eighth-generation farmer feeding your family and feeding us. Yeah, anytime. Hit me up. Thank you, man. We'll get you on again later in the week, maybe. Thanks a lot for your time, brother. Take care. Thank you. What a nice guy. Oh, I like him. Thank
4: you. Doesn't that look
1: incredible? Yeah, beautiful. That's
15: crazy, yo.
1: It's cutting the corn. Oh, my
4: God. Look, you can just see the horizon... And it's kind of pink near the bottom I and slightly yellow, yeah, and then Ashley. it goes this amazing blue.
1: His description Missouri farmer, uh, Ooh, easygoing, eighth generation yeah. farmer, working on my family's farm, love my wife Ashley.
4: Ah. Uh, hey,
1: what's up? you blown his mind, guys, thank you.
5: Uh, it is almost 6 o'clock p.m. I wonder when he's going to be back on.
3: London, baby. I'm going to follow him.
5: That's awesome. I am showing. Uh, I'm shelling
1: corn, or maize. We've got 50 seconds. Let's Let's take him out to the end of the show. Amy, when we have to go, we have to go. Turn the mics off. Thank you very much. We're not in tonight. We'll see you on Thursday. Good night.
10: Talk radio.